Luke. What's up, bro? Knock, knock. Who's there? Trump news. Trump news who? That's correct! We have none! On this week's episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about the news of the week, ancient giant conspiracy theory, Kong, Skull Island, Samurai Jack Season 5, Episode 1, and it's Eurovision again. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome citizen. More funny than uh, that terrible uh, made-up joke. Welcome to another Digital Citizen. It's episode... Oh my god, I forgot to look at the dirt sheets. What episode is it, Look, It's number 75. 75! 75. 75. Uh, halfway to 150, if I'm not incorrect. That is correct. Halfway to 150. That's that an is, easy one. Yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> That's a little too easy, almost. <laughs> hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Yes. Hi, yeah, hi, Tiller. Hey. You were not here last week. Uh, you didn't sleep, not at all. Um, oh. <laughs> I oh. laid down for a half an hour nap. Mm-hmm. And then I How long was three that in the morning. An hour nap? Yeah. 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 Well, um, seven <laughs> seven till three a.m. <laughs> uh-huh. You got to get a better alarm clock, apparently. Uh, yeah, I don't. My phone doesn't seem to wake me up. Right. Really long. Change half. the song oh. on it. Maybe your body is used to whatever tone you're using or something. Right. It's a new phone, and I've been trying to find the one. I need to find the one that wakes me up. I think I'm right, gonna need exactly. like a foghorn or something. Or I can see. I can sing. Uh, for your iPhone, like wake me up before you go go. I don't have an iPhone, but you could maybe. Yeah. <laughs> just wake me up, just Tilly, Tilly, hey, Tilly, hey, hey. There's somebody would be a good alarm. Pro, pro singing would be a great alarm, though. It would probably wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying. He's crying. Uh, <laughs> because because you say that my voice is horrible. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so I, sad. I've never said that to Fro before ever, so I'm sure it's a brand new thing. Never here. ever heard it before. I'm probably so pretty sad. traumatic. Yeah. I'm so sad and extremely surprised. 
<laughs> more, more surprised than Tilly was this week when she heard that Eurovision was coming to the UK. Uh, yeah. Uh, surprised, is that the right word? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, even more fun oh, than... I have a question about last week, real quick. Uh, Tilly, did, oh. did you get any emails that we didn't get this week? That you got last week? No. Oh, okay. We got a thing on our Facebook wall that somebody said they sent messages or something. Did you see this, Fro? No. On our Facebook wall, you responded to it. Somebody saying (laughs) that they had sent messages to us on this day. Was that just a big joke? What? I'm going to go read it right now. (laughs) I don't know how you don't remember this. There was a Facebook post. You don't know how I don't remember this? <laughs> right, you, you know responded. Who, who the fuck are you talking to? You're talking to me. I don't remember my own name. Uh, somebody says, I made a mistake asking questions on International Women's Day. Never again, I suppose. Uh, oh. Yeah, I don't uh, think that was to us. No. Wasn't that just somebody making a joke? Yes. Right, okay, I guess so. I was confused because I was like, if they sent messages to Tilly, I guess, then maybe. But I guess. Oh, uh, no. It wasn't meant literally. Right. Okay. I, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about now. I was so confused. Right. I was, I was confused by, by it. I was like, uh, is he meaning this literally or not? That's the thing about no. text. Sarcasm doesn't always come through, everybody. Yeah. I assumed yeah. that he meant that he's. You know, just randomly having a a Mickey take at the whole at the Women's Day thing because it's all of a sudden right. like a massive thing, and right. how no man's allowed to really ask anything on that very right, day. Right, right. That's to be, what I read of it, but you know, we to be a hundred percent serious, do you know what day it is today in Norway? Tuesday. It's no, it's <laughs> weekend low job day today. Steak and blowjob not... day. Yeah. We have that, but I don't know when it is. It is today. <laughs> is that worldwide? Okay. Is that a is that a federal holiday or banks close on that day? <laughs> yes. Yes, look. Every I'm seeing bank... what Facebook says. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh. I I wasn't aware of this, but it is the international blow blowjob and steak day, so Yeah, is it um March the 14th. <laughs> yep. That's today. Yep, we're recording a date early, by the way. Oh, and did you... I don't know if you read this, bro. This, I don't know if this is real or not, but I read an article yesterday. O.J. Simpson reportedly cor- courted by Celebrity Big Brother. Yep, I what? heard, uh, heard rumours. <laughs> O.J. Yep. Simpson, who is still in jail, of course. He hasn't even gotten yep. out of jail yet. I think he's going to get out later this year. Uh, due to good, good behavior, I believe. He had, like, much longer sentence, but he's getting out oh, yeah. earlier. Oh, yeah. And I believe ce- the rumor is Celebrity Big Brother has already tried to get a hold of him, and they've been talking, but it's just a rumor. So I think that's Guess hilarious, what? though. See, Guess that would make me I would it. watch the shit up oh. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ratings would oh, be yeah. through the roof. Yeah, well, yeah I, I don't do watching i don't watch any of the big brothers especially not the celebrity one i just I, you know 
they it's never right, got right. anybody I want to see in, and it's never interesting. Right. But I would totally watch that. There is no doubt. That Come on, channel. Huge. What channel is it on? I have not four. I think. No, it got moved off four. Is it on five? Okay. Yeah, I think it's on five. Maybe. Come on, channel five. Scrape the bottom of the barrel. Get some money on. <laughs> Yeah, so Eric, if that was the real question, by the way, we, we are away from that. But uh, uh, if that was the real question, you can write into another digital citizen at gmail.com. Please do that. Uh, if it was not a rhetorical question, as they call it. Right. But hey, that, what is more fun than Eurovision uh, is maybe Disneyland. And <gasps> Disneyland is maybe coming. Or is it definitely coming? Yes, it is definitely coming to the UK in Kent. Except it's not Disneyland. I got well excited. Like, oh my God, Disney. <laughs> woo! It's not. It's Universal Studios, essentially. Right. It's coming. It's yeah. Paramount London. It's still exciting. I'm still going to go. Well, Don't care. I believe Paramount uh, is owned by Disney, the company. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I but it's still so. not. So yeah, it's not. Mickey Mouse thing. is not there. Mm, uh, maybe not. We assume not. <laughs> he could be. He would be able to be licensed to do that if they wanted to. Uh, but I think it'd be like a later edition. Right. Totally. Or something. They'll probably start off with this and build around it. Then the again, rendition. Moved... Yeah. No, they. The artist rendition London. is interesting. They moved London to the park as well. Uh, when they open Harry Potter land, so <laughs> yeah, they'll just connect it's... the two from Kent to London. It's about Disney uh-huh. size, isn't it? <laughs> Almost. Yeah. yeah, they just have a uh... monorail going from one to the other. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting, uh... though, especially with the whole Brexit thing, which is still up in the air. Nobody still has any idea what the f is happening with that. Well, uh... today, uh, Theresa May, no. Was it today, yesterday, or today she made the speech about... Right, right. It was not... Well, from what I read about it, uh, this, her her speech and uh, what's happened in the last couple of weeks, uh, they've been going back and forth, uh, the whole government, kind of where they're going to go with it. But yeah, um, this is interesting. Disneyland is going to add a lot of jobs. Uh, I guess it's called... It's actually... What did they say it was called? Paramount London. Yeah, going to be the actual name of it. Paramount and, and these kind of um, parks take tons and tons of employees to run them. So there you go. Yeah, and this one's even got a nightclub. So it's night Looks jobs like it as had well. A movie theater as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, it says a theater, which here means an actual theater with actors and things, um, cafes and restaurants, shop, um, and there'll be. Rides inspired by BBC Worldwide and Aardman animations that did uh, Wallace and Gromit, Shaun the Sheep and Chicken Run. So I think that'll be good. I'm going to buzz off that. Like yeah. Wallace and Gromit pant ride where you get in a pair of pants and like... Yeah, the wrong trousers. <laughs> or um, right. there's that scene where they're in, I think it's the one with the penguin and probably the same one. But yeah, they're on a train and it's a toy train going around the living room and it's like this the really big chase scene in it is on this train i think right, that right. they've got to use that even if it's right. just like a simulator and you're going through it and gromit's there putting the track down in front of you because you've no you've got no track left 
I'm getting excited already. I've got five years to wait plus additional time. Not five years plus stoppage time. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I I can't wait to uh, visit you and go and oh, see yeah, yeah. working there, of course, as a witch. <laughs> oh, <that> would <laughs> I would totally work there. Yeah. And if they did okay. actual Disney with the Disney princesses, I think my friend Nat would just go and move in there. I had a cousin that was a Disney princess at Disney <gasps> World in Florida. Oh my and god, which she, one? She hated it. They were oh. like they're not great employers. Yeah. I mean oh. they're notoriously not great employers. And being in one of those uh I'd probably be better in, in England, but in Florida and California, being in one of those big suits, even though they have fans in them, not fun. Oh yeah. Not a gross. Great, great gig. Yeah. What who hey. who was she? No, I'm not done with Disney. Uh, I don't know. Yet. I, oh. Yeah, I don't know what princess. I don't remember which princess it was. I'd have to. I'd have to ask her again. Oh, was it? If she worked there in '97, I might have met her. That would be weird. I don't, th- <laughs> I don't think it was that far back. I think it was a, a little earlier than that. But hey, did you know that problem? Uh, no, sorry. <clears throat> Let me take that one more time. Hey, did you know that uh, horses have problem? Relaxing. Yes, they're really highly strung, and <laughs> apparently the, this just had me. I'd been watching the news, which I hate doing, and I rarely do it. But it was one of those. I was like, "Oh, nothing else on. Stick it on." And it was bad, horrible stuff. Bad, horrible stuff. Bad, horrible stuff. Hey, if you put headphones on a horse, you can calm them down. That's how, the, this is just... that's how the news works it's called a fluff piece <laughs> yeah it never used to happen here though it was never to this degree but yeah um, somebody has taken a lot of time and money to develop some headphones for horses which I can kind of understand if you're going down a road because obviously horses get spooked and stuff by cars and things but yeah why just there's better things to be doing <laughs> Uh, there's yeah. so much money in horses. So if you could invent anything that's like a horse accessory or something yeah. to do, do with horses, like you're going to make a bo- boatload because there's just so much money in horses, uh, especially if you're dealing with race horses. So, yeah. Hey, uh, people, I found something uh, Googling. If you go to www.officialsteakandblowjobday.com, that is actually okay. a site. That doesn't surprise me. Steak and Blowjob Day has been around for at least <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, just say, yes. Uh, other, than that, uh, uh, other than that, um, it's, it's interesting how Norway comes in the news. Because if you know, Hamar is almost, yeah, about... One one and a half hour from me, I guess. Okay. Not, not more. Uh, I knew the uh, two teams were playing uh, hockey, and uh, and we 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 talk ice hockey uh, game. We had the longest hockey game in the world. Right of all time. It was time, a yeah. new Guinness record breaking. Hockey game. 
It went to eight overtimes. How Which confused says, me a lot. It says 217 minutes of play. So, yeah. So, a long time, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is a fucking long time to play hockey. Yeah, how did right, they not yeah. die? Well, they switch out. the uh, oh. In hockey, you can switch out players and stuff, but um, I guess this... The last longest one previous record was set in 1963 uh, between uh-huh. the, a game between Detroit Red Wings and Montreal Maroons. The Montreal Maroons is a great <laughs> name. Yeah, I love that yeah, name. Yeah. And it was 176 minutes. So this is like Ooh. way, it's uh, over a half an a hour. Whole... Yeah. yeah. It's just a whole bunch more. <laughs> That is a long, 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 long time to play ice hockey. Yeah, I knew did you somebody see... that was oh, on that game, of course, because uh, it was Storhammer against. Oh, I I suddenly forgot, but uh, it was uh, Storhammer against Lernskog, I think, if I'm not totally incorrect. But uh, uh, she is a big uh, Storhammer fan, so she was. Supporting the home team. Right. Uh, I have no clue who won. That's the funny thing. <laughs> oh, because, I didn't yeah. see that either. That's a good. Uh, oh, it says. Uh, the uh, store, store, store hammer. Say it. Yeah, they won, yeah. but it was ni- yeah. 96 to 3. It's. Store hammer. That can't be yeah, right. They won. Oh, no. 2 to 1. Okay, there it is. I was like 96 to 3. That's not a hockey score. What am I looking at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did that your friend that went um did her parents put out any phone calls or anything to the police wondering if she was a missing person? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I saw it says the game took too long. The local police had to put out two tweets that loosely translated to the department getting several calls about missing persons who were last seen at the game. Only for cops yep. to tell callers the game had not ended yet. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> that is. They were funny. gone for so long. People were like, "Where the hell are the?" Yeah. Oh my god, they <laughs> they were at the game. They they've not been back. Missing persons. No. Check the score. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it it was played in the Olympic uh, Hall, so it's always funny to 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 uh, keep some records in Norway, and I think it's funny that it's. Since 1976 was the last record you said? 1936. Yeah, oh, 36. That's a fucking long time, yeah. That's why they're called the Montreal Maroons. I don't think that still exists. <laughs> uh, that sounds totally... Doesn't that sound like 1936? Yeah, it Maroons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it, why it don't they... Like, it Sorry, sounds why like they do the somebody being on, on a ship or something. Sorry, it sounds like someone is on a ship. It does. Yeah. Or what on a desert saying? island. Um, why do they go into overtimes? Why don't they end up doing like a penalty shootout or something? Uh, it's special rules uh, when you're in a tournament. Uh, oh, that is, right. That is the problem. Uh, because uh, normally you do do that. Uh, uh, but when it comes to a tournament like they were playing, the rules are different. Okay. Because they don't want it to be unfair, and uh, penalty shooting is unfair, even yeah. in football. Yeah. Oh, especially yeah. in a tournament. Yeah, especially in a tournament situation. 
because then the person's moving on because of a kind of a fluke in a way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this was a uh, pretty big news in Norway. I mean, it's pretty big news when we we beat the world record. <laughs> so it was on the yep, news. Yeah, pretty cool. Yay! Talked about a lot. Uh, what else do we have in the news? We have some uh, UK politicians being warned uh, of a Russian hacking threat. Uh, going back to a story that we have talked about many, many times. Tell me yeah. a little about this, Tillabilla. Well, it's a bit of a no-brainer, really. I'm basically one of our um, security agencies, what is it, an intelligence agency, has told political parties um, that they need to be protecting themselves from like cyber hackers. Now, surely they already are. Uh, especially, well, sorry, oh, Russian, Russian cyber hackers, yeah. specifically. Yeah. But, no duh, Russian, Russia can hack things. Like, it's it's been proven that they have capabilities of doing that, and that people can, in general, not necessarily just Russians. So, I think this is all a bit silly. Like, oh my god, uh, everybody... It's just interesting because it's a British intelligence agency, and they're... they're it even says right here in the article, uh, citing allegations that Russian hackers tried to influence last year's US presidential election. So the British intelligence agency, all the way across the pond, are citing the US presidential election, which we've even <laughs> pointed out, there is no proof that that ever happened yet. Or yep. we've never seen any proof that that actually happened uh and there's been a lot of talk this week about uh why the dnc never gave their uh records their hard drives to the fbi the fbi requested the dnc hard drives to try to prove that this russian stuff happened and the dnc would not give the fbi those hard drives to prove (laughs) whether or not this happened or not so there is a lot of questions about this but i find it funny that all the way over in England, they're citing something that we can't even really prove here. So, yep. Uh, oh, yeah. You know it's going to happen, but y- like you said, you would. Th- they're just putting it out there, telling people now, uh, but you know they were already doing it beforehand, so. Yeah, and unfortunately, Boris oh. Johnson has chimed in on it. So that just loses all... any kind of anything for us. Um, what was it? <laughs> This is a very Boris thing to say, I think. We have no evidence that the Russians are actually involved in trying to undermine our democratic processes at the moment. But what we do have is plenty of evidence that the Russians are capable of doing that. And there is no doubt they've been up to all sorts of dirty tricks. Well, maybe you should read the the documents from WikiLeaks last week about uh, what the CIA can do. And guess what? We have the capability of doing it to you, too. So maybe yeah. you should be watching us. What? I think we should just be watching. Or, you know, yeah, just watching. <laughs> oh, Russia. Oh, you're so fine. Oh, Russia. Oh, you blow my mind. Oh, Russia. It's a, I, a scapegoat. The funniest, the funniest thing about all these hacking stories and everything is like, Pete, you're, you're going to get hacked. Eventually mm-hmm. it's going to happen. All government, like everything, everybody. So there is a... Uh, preventative measures but eventually if you don't keep up with them or whatever or uh, somebody's just smart enough they're gonna get through it's gonna happen so 
Yeah, just don't be oh. dodgy enough for them to be able to ruin you with the information. I love Russia. <laughs> Everybody loves to point the finger. If you listen to this, Vladimir Putin, привет. We are Vladimir Putin's uh, favorite podcast. I have heard that through oh, yeah. sources. Yeah. We're, of course, we're... So, uh, I got my paycheck this week. It was, of course, for, yeah. like, for rubles, and they're worth nothing, basically. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, they sent me yeah. pounds and same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sad, oh. but true. Speaking oh. of England, there was some news I didn't put in our news. The just so I'll cover real quick. Bodie McBoatface uh, made its made its uh, first Antarctic Arctic mission this week. Uh, you remember they had Good. named the submarine the little tiny submarine Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. So that was an interesting well, thing. It should be Boaty McBoatface 2, really. Because the original <laughs> still is Sir, the Sir David Attenborough is still Boaty McBoatface. As far as I know from movies, uh, when you're on a submarine, you call it a boat. So it kind of works. Oh. Yeah, but it's still not the first one. The first one is still the original, whatever the big boat was. Uh, well, yeah, I think it was Attenborough. I think that's what they went with, yeah. Yeah. But he's my Boaty McBoatface. We now want David Attenborough to change his name to Boaty McBoatface so that we get the proper one. I think he'd be up for it if he was, like, on his deathbed. Like, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) All these monuments have to be changed and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Don't don't kill Sir Sir David Attenborough. Well, no, I'm not going to kill him, but at some point, Everybody has to go. And nope, if he had a little, him. I think somebody, I think nope. somebody would tell him, like, just so you know, you've got like seven yeah, hours. No, <laughs> no till late, he's never going to die. Oh, I hope that too. But I'm touching wood, and I know, I know that won't help. He's a human. Love him, but he's not a human in my mind. Well, no, and we will always have him digitally, which is the only way we had him in the first place. True. <laughs> well, I, 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 I have cuddled his beard, but that's a secret between me and David Attenborough. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag fake uh, fro news. <laughs> hashtag I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, talking about lying, um, uh, there's been more uh, the white eyes. Uh, sorry. White House news this week. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, a bunch of uh, the DAPL protesters uh, who are against the Dakota Access Pipeline, uh, which is still being built. It was, like we said in the past, expedited by Donald Trump. So these Native American groups went up and protested, did a march in Washington at the White House. And they also... Uh, set up teepees in front of Trump Tower in New York. Uh, oh, wow. Which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, this is still going on. And they're kind uh, this whole Dakota Access thing is kind of uh, it's a losing battle at this point, but they're fighting for all the other pipelines that are going to be made. I was listening, uh, I was listening to a person uh, two days ago talking about uh, the problem with the carbon bubble 
in in America and how it's going to be kind of our next housing bubble uh, once once these uh, car, uh, carbon fuels are no longer uh, cheaper than cheaper to excavate uh, and put out uh, like uh, put out to the gas stations than clean energy. Uh, once it becomes that, then that whole industry is completely going to die off. And if our whole economy is based in this fossil fuel uh, uh, economy sw- uh, swirl, I guess you would call it, that Donald Trump is kind of creating with uh, opening up coal and opening up other things, once clean energy is cheaper, then our economy uh, will be totally effed because we won't be invested in that uh, in that market. So. It's a, it's a little weird, a little scary, but yeah, the Dakota Access Pipeline protests are still happening, and I guess people should probably go out there and uh, help them out as much as yeah. possible. So, show show your support. Yeah, we at uh, another digital uh, citizen are behind you. Uh, yes, hey, done uh, behind you all the way. Uh, this week, uh, I've I've uh, actually seen the video that we're going to talk about because it's been a talk <laughs> a talking point at yeah. many 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 news uh, uh, places in Norway. Uh, oh, we yeah, are it was going all to over look... the news here as well. So it's, yep. it is cute and funny and everything. Uh, we are going to watch uh, BBC expert getting uh, interrupted by his kids and his wife um, during a, a BBC interview. Yeah, so yep. yeah, give us a countdown with him bro. being the expert. That's important. In three, two, one, go. No, I would oh, argue boring that man. This is the of democracy. Scandals Big map behind the them. Is how do democracies Why do you <laughs> stack like Hello, that? On what do you mean for? Uh, that's how I walk oh, everywhere. When I walk down the street, I mean, that's I'm like got my arms, my elbows up in the air like that. <laughs> I'm walking. Oh, a baby. Clotheslined this kid as well. <laughs> the baby. <laughs> Whoa. She almost uh, fell over on her way in the door. Is this his wife or is this the nanny? Uh, one uh, or the other. Who knows? knows? If that's the nanny, she shouldn't be pulling the kids the around region. like that. If it's the wife, then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. She is dragging the kid across the ground right now <laughs> by, like, the coat. <laughs> and runs it over with the baby walker. Uh, <laughs> and then you can hear the baby crying in the back. Yeah. <laughs> In the airport in Malaysia, <laughs> the guy's cute. a pro, though. You gotta give it oh, a yeah. Hint. yeah. Although, yeah, he did clothesline his kid. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. Brilliant. It's funny. Yeah. But uh, now it's it's always funny when, when viral videos become viral uh, for stupid things. Like, uh, for example, that stupid Shabaka woman. Uh, was that woman? Yeah. Hey, no, uh, no, uh, Emelina or Emma on uh, this week's Raw. Look, were you disappointed? I have not watched it yet, so don't spoil anything. Oh. But yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> no, no it's spoilers. Daylight savings time, and we got it right this time. We yes. actually got daylight. We haven't even mentioned that to each other yet. But daylight savings time. Guess what? We did it. Woo-hoo! Yay! 
We did it the right way. We did not fuck it up this time for some silly reason. First time ever. Yeah, and I just want to just a little be safe out there. I I was doing a little research. Apparently, in this version of daylight savings time, where you jump ahead an hour and people lose an hour of sleep. Uh, mm -hmm. accidents do increase by as much as 11% during the two weeks that follow the end of British summertime. So, uh, wow. it's not clear whether sleep contribute, uh, disruption contributes to fatal accidents immediately after spring clock shifts, but a correlation between clock shifts and traffic ac accidents has been observed in North America, UK, but not in Finland or Sweden. I found hmm. that interesting. So Maybe it's hmm. about when it changes. Because yours changes different to, well, I think, Froey, yours is the same? Yours is the same day as yeah, mine, isn't it? Yeah, the same. Yeah, I'm the one that's we, we, we are have... in two weeks. Oh, two weeks, okay. Yeah. You were in, no. You're in two weeks, Fro? I think so. Oh, mine's in two weeks. So, oh, interesting. I thought yours was this week, Fro. What? What? <laughs> have we just done it the wrong way? We've just... Uh... Accounted for I saved his times, but Luke did, did too. Fro, did you start an hour early this week? Yeah. Then your daylight savings time was this week. Yes. You just what? didn't know because all your all your things automatically probably No. Yeah, no. Sure? Um, no what? No what? I don't understand what we've, no means. We've started at 6.30. Well, I've started at 6.30. I'm reading it right now. Daylight Savings Time 2017 in Norway, Sunday, March 26th. Oh, okay. It is in two weeks. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, the UK must have had it, and we no. didn't. No? We haven't gone back. They are in two weeks. I'm an hour early today. Yeah. Because like, we oh, thought you, you went back. you guys are in two weeks, and I was this week. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, whatever. We still got it right. Because is it not normal time for you, <laughs> Luke? <laughs> No, yeah, we had daylight savings. That's correct. I'm dumb. I see. Yes. I, I see what we're saying. I'm dumb. What? I was so confused there for two seconds. Oh god, this Thank is the know. fast lane results all over again, but on you, Luke. <laughs> That's a uh, reference nobody else is going to get. But yes, to a degree. I thought I thought one of you would want to explain it. I can't. It's embarrassing. <laughs> so, okay, till it was a hundred percent sure. That, uh, first of all, she have, had lost the bet yep. uh, by one point. Uh, and, but she forgot to count the pre-show as one point. Right? Yeah, and then when she I... She didn't have results for that, right? You didn't have the results, so you thought that match never happened. So she didn't yeah. have that she won a match. So she had that we... Me and Tilly tied... But she well, ended up I being had, one I had that I had five and you had six, but it turns out I'd be even miscounted then because ah, I had six right. too. And that's, yep. yeah, that's what completely... I just switched, them, switched those two around because I switch everything around. I've been switching things around since birth, so I just switched <laughs> things around. I used, when I was younger, I used to think California and Florida were like, I would always switch them around in my mind because they're just right. sunny places in Southern America. So, yeah. But they're completely opposite coasts, but I used to call, like, if I was looking at a map that didn't have uh, names on it, I would go that, I would switch them up all the yeah. time. I had a real problem with that when I was younger, but. Blame Disney. 
the hot sunny places where <laughs> that Disney also is. had something to do with it because I had gone to both. I've been to both. And so that God. also helped confuse me. But yeah, uh, that's true. We should get into it now since uh, you won last week. What are you going to do for your t- topic since you won uh, the fast lane bet, Tilly? Since I surprise fast lane won. Fast lane always screws me over in some way or another. This time it made me win and I didn't know I'd won. <laughs> Stupid. This, I, I've chosen mermaids. I want us to be. Look, no, not Disney. Well, Disney, I suppose, maybe, if you really want to go into Ariel. I'm sure there's a picture of me meeting her at Disneyland somewhere. Um, (laughs) But no, the. um, Ever since I watched that documentary, probably a good couple of years ago now, I've been intrigued about the uh, idea of mermaids. Like real life uh, mermaids. yeah. Yeah, not half fish half human half and half like you see in the little mermaid or anything like that but a breed of species of human or something like that some kind of mammal that has gone into the water and has sort of more monkey or human like facial features right it's sort of it's it's adapted and evolved and things and we just haven't discovered it yet i want us to look into that kind of those theories. Yep, I'm sure there will be plenty out there on the internet. But there's probably oh, yes. um, a lot of people that believe. So, oh, yeah. I've been to Ripley, I... believe it or not, and seen the uh, Barnum and Bailey. I believe it was they had a whatever mermaid that they used to carry around, like freak show type thing back in the day. Oh but, uh, yeah. And I saw that uh, when I was younger. So it should be interesting. We'll do that in a few weeks. Mermaids. Mermaids. <laughs> hey, I want us to think more positive around the world. It's it's important to think positive. Don't you agree? Completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, There's a, a limits to anything. Uh, if you always thought positive 100% of the time, nothing would ever change because you would think everything was good and you wouldn't have to improve anything. So there are <laughs> limits, but yes. Oh yeah, they pause. So, uh, Tron is going to tell the truth about staying positive. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. Donald Trump didn't take me on the word last time. He didn't shut up for 48 hours. And the media is full of shit about him all the time. Thank you now we have another crazy man who look up to Donald Trump here in Europe. And he's the president of Turkey. So, we got free from Donald Trump, but he got a lot of president turkey on the news 24 7 calling netherlands and germany for fascists and nazis just like his brother in the united states it's a sign that christian conservatives and muslim conservatives can find itself together in crazy bullshit well that was not what i'm going to talk about today i'm going to talk about the resistance yes every now and then i follow robert reich former labor secretary for Bill Clinton on Facebook and he has something called the Resistance Report. I think you also follow that. But resistance is one thing but what you're going to do it's another. You can be against Donald Trump, against politics all you want but you have to get about these things you are for. Take a positive message. Yes, I know Trump is fucking you up the ass without Vaseline but please 
focus on the positive things you can do, what you want to do, not just say he's crazy 24-7. Ask his voters what they want, really want. Because this is not about Trump anymore. It's about people pissed off at something. Well, if they're pissed off at something, you have to give them something. What will give them some reason? Well, about what explained what you want to work for if you take over the power. It's a midterm election next year, I see, and uh, with today's Democratic Party, I don't think it's going to go very well. Because the Democratic Party today is not a Democratic Party. It's not a liberal progressive party. It's just conservative light. Yes. Every time the conservatives say something, they say, oh, we are good as that, but yes, we are a little bit of both. No. Liberals and conservatives Liberals have to stand up for themselves soon. Progressive have to do the same. Say what you're for, what you want to work for. Not only what you're against. Because people don't vote for somebody who's against everything. They want something for people who are for something. And it's a lot of good things you're for. On the environment, on women's rights, on health care, and so on. So go and spread that message. Positive, good message. I know it can be tricky sometimes because Mrs. Looney tune in the White House make your day miserable. Yes, I can say that as Norwegian because while you are getting fucked, I have still free healthcare, free college and a very good social service. Thank God. And to all those people who voted for Trump, you are losing all that and more. To all people who didn't want Trump in the first place, you have to stand up. Now we need more than an independent press that I talked about last time. You need a new party. A new party of liberal and progressives. Because the Democratic Party today is fucked. It's no hope. Just give it up. Stand up for something new. Something positive and something to give a clear message to the American people and the rest of the world. This was Trump with Trump Tells the Truth. Have a nice day. Well, that was uh, Tron telling uh, the truth about staying positive. Uh, a positive thing is uh, always our email address. It's anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com or as still is as it. Anotherdigitalcitizen at gmail.com It almost sounds like I'm saying it just with a cute British accent. Yeah, uh, did you is- ever... Did you ever I was going to say secretly two? we have each other's voices. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear me doing you on the podcast, by the way? No, not yet. Uh, I've okay. been uh, rather busy. Rather busy? Rather busy. I've sorted my sleeping pattern out and I've been looking after my nephew today. Uh, and I've got him next couple of days. So, yeah, sleeping a lot. Uh, you can also check out our Facebook uh, page. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. We have uh, over 250 members. Uh, as I'm talking. So, pretty good group. I love our group. It's a positive and good group. 266 yep. members as to that. Uh, it reflects up and down a little. It depends if you like our jibber jabber or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's not about- for everybody. No, it's definitely not for everybody. Uh, yeah. 
we are uh, liberals and if you're a hardcore uh, not liberal uh, i don't think you would like the show yeah if you're not just hardcore cool <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they might like it if they enjoy listening to the opposite uh, facts of theirs, but who knows? Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. Talking about facts, uh, one of the best uh, competitions in the world is uh, drawing to, to uh, coming in May. One of the best competitions in the world, people. I am, of course, talking about Eurovision! Whee! Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, every week I will pick up, uh, pick out uh, one, uh, sorry, two or three uh, people or countries, I should say, uh, that we are going to talk about. To the oh, two or three? You're not giving me three yeah. a week? No. <laughs> we will see. It, de- it depends. It depends which mood I am. If I'm in a real punish. It sounds like uh, you just take the risk of not one of your songs not getting listened to, though, Fro. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, me. Yeah. Uh, this week we are going to talk about uh, the UK. I'll hold strong with you, uh, Tilly. I'll hold strong on it. I'll pick it with you. I got the sign up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no, we won't. Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. this week we, we're going to talk about uh, the UK uh, first. What is the title of your song, Tilly? Uh, I don't know. That god-awful thing that you sent me that I had to listen to and go, oh, yeah. oh no, oh, I'm ashamed of my country again. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, whoever she is. Uh, she can sing. I was kind of waiting for the trap beat to to come yeah. in but it never did <laughs> or it's like a drum like, and bass yeah. beat but it never yeah. happened yeah it's like one of those dance songs when you hear the original vocal and you're looking right, for a right, song right. on youtube and you get the original and you wanted the remix and you're like, oh, right. God, it totally no, sounds like awful. in like in like six months there's going to be a great remix that i'm going to love of this song but oh, this song yeah. maybe not so much no so maybe the next guy will Lucy. remix it so her name is Lucy Jones, and her song is Never Give Up On You. Uh, you wrote uh, in the course that it sounds like a wedding song. I totally yeah. agree with that. I totally agree with that. It's, right, yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like somebody uh, dancing uh, cheek to cheek, uh, making out. Mm-hmm. It's just got the right uh, breakdown part of the song where like uh the beginning of it's very melodic and then it does like a little breakdown where you you can just see the couple walking out on the dance floor and starting to dance right when the breakdown happens yeah yeah or the big balloon being popped above them that lets all the confetti come down or yeah it's fairly generic uh of a song even the title the title of the song is generic in and of Mm -hmm. yeah it is really generic. Uh, I she's, totally a very, she's a good vocalist. I'll give her oh, that. Yeah. And like I said, if they remixed this, I could probably actually enjoy it. But it is pretty generic right now. Uh, I'm going to post uh, the songs that we are talking about on the Facebook group. So uh, you can listen uh, out there, audience. Uh, oh, yeah. And remix that song. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Norway's uh, final. That was actually this week. Uh, end. Weekend. I, uh, of course, saw it with my father over Skype. 
our yearly tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, our winning song was Joust with Grab the Moment. What did you think about this song, Luke? Uh, this song, I, I thought the other song was better than this. Uh, I don't know. The, the singer was not great, I didn't think. I enjoyed the, the beat, and the DJs were pretty good. The drummer was probably the best part of the whole song, but the singer was not all that great. I was expecting him to start rapping at some point. Never happened. So. I agree with I expected him to start rapping at some point, but I actually I thought it was all right. Yeah. I, I have nothing really bad to say about it. I kind of ended up bopping a bit, and <laughs> it made me more ashamed of the the entrance that the UK's put in. Really? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I thought the With UK song, one was better. Yeah, but the song choices, what's going to get a crowd more involved, right. more into I, it? What's what's actually better as a song? Something that you can right. you would be able to dance to or something that you could only use once and then... It'd just be the worst song in the world if you split up with your husband. <laughs> I totally agree with Dylan. I think uh, Norway's is better. Uh, with your vision glasses, I am watching this. I am yeah. trying to be uh, as neutral as, as human <laughs> possible uh, because it's Norway. Uh, but uh, I really like this song. I, I think it's uh, going to have a high contender of being uh, one of the songs that I... I think uh, is going to win this year. I have a little like spoiler alert uh, for people that are are a little like into your wish and things. It is rumored that this is the worst your vision in ten years or so. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, uh, no joke. I'm uh, so glad you're making me listen to all these songs. Right. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I. I have listened to, I would say, 80% of the songs, and I kind of agree. There's some, there are some good, uh, good, uh, good uh, uh, songs out there. Next week, we will talk about the two worst songs of Eurovision, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, next week, we will talk about uh, Portugal and... Uh, and uh, uh, Romania. Uh, one has a dancing monkey uh, in a uh, well, a man in a monkey costume, uh, and the other one has actually yodeling in the song. So Whoa. I can't wait for to talk about that. But uh, I am going to use a Eurovision scale. What are you going to give the UK from one to ten, Pele? Uh, three. Luke. Um, I'll go three as well. Three and a half, something like that. Yeah, the girl can yeah. sing. <laughs> I would give it a five. Yeah, five. Norway, Tilly. Mm, Eurovision glasses, eight point five. Eight point five. Thank you. Luke? Wow, I'm going like a, a two, one and a half, one and a half, two. I would give it uh, 8.5 as well with Eurovision glasses. I, 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 I agree with Dylan. Huh. So, this is going to be fun. Fun! Mm. 
Um, I don't think, well, I think actually next week, if it's the worst ones, that's going to be fun. I think it's the ones in the middle that are going to be a bit boring. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, uh, it's the two worst ones I think are, are the two worst ones. It, it right, could be that right. you, you fucking loved it. Probably not. I mean, yeah, I mean, a man in a dancing a bit... monkey suit is always fun. It's better than a dancing <laughs> monkey. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, uh, there are so actually in the rules that there can't be any live animals on the stage. I'm yeah. very glad. No joke, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, other than your wishing, I have watched uh, some some TV. I have a question for the both of you. Have you ever had a show that you were a hundred percent sure that you watched every single episode of? Then you started watching it and discovered that you haven't seen one single episode. No, never. No, no, not that I've not watched one single episode. That I had it where I thought happened. I've seen every episode of something and then... Yeah. Like that, a couple. Happened, that happened to me this week. Do you know what, what show I have never seen a single episode of and now is in season three of? Mm. Community. I had never watched a single episode of Community. I have more no... than three series of Community. It is. Yeah, there is. Uh, I think it went to season yeah. five, right? Yeah. Six, six seasons. Oh, okay, yeah. Those last two seasons, boy. Whew, they mm-hmm. stinkers. They are some stinkers. Okay. Uh, I can't wait for that. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm in season three now. Uh, uh. I I I was a hundred and ten percent sure I watched Community before. Huh? I haven't seen one fucking episode of it before this week. That's You're probably mixing crazy. it up with some other show. That's probably what it is Isn't in that your head. In- incredibly weird. Well, yeah, especially if you thought you'd seen it. I'm, and like I watched it, watched it. Yeah, I just think you probably mixed it up in your head with some other show, and you're like, I, I thought I watched that whole show, and then you hadn't. Uh, that's my guess. But what would I? What do you think I, I mixed, I, mixed it up with? I have no idea. Yeah, Sweet yeah. Valley High. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really enjoy Community. It's really, really funny. Yeah, well, yep, yeah. It, it is really good, yeah. It's ace. I love our bed. Troy and our bed, so yep. together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, I have uh, also watched uh, Love Season 2 on Netflix. That was good. Um, the regular show, have you heard about this? It's a cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's on After Adventure yeah. Time. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's okay. Some people love uh, that show, but yeah, I think it's all right. It's not nothing special to me, but making history was even better this week. <laughs> oh fuck, it was so great. Do you like it this week, Luke? I have not seen it yet. I'm behind on TV because I've uh, uh, let's see. Th- after the show last week, Thursday, I was busy all week, and then all weekend I was doing wrestling, and then oh. got back, uh, and I've been working up until then so i'm i'm behind on a few different things i haven't watched the last path i haven't seen 
Bob's Burgers are making history from last weekend, and I'm a bit behind. I didn't realize, but Last Man on Earth started again, so uh, I'm a bit behind on that as well. So, Okay. But what have you watched this week, Uh Have you seen Making History yet, Tilly? We didn't no, we talk no, about it last week, but I think she'd really oh, enjoy you, this show, don't you? Tilly? You would the love show? the shit out of yeah. that, Tilly. <laughs> I'm it's glad really, I just really wrote it down, then. <laughs> right, it's uh, two episodes in. I think the next episode, or the second episode, was just this week, right, Fro? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you're getting in on the ground floor as well, so nice oh. and easy to start watching. Um, it's so saw... fucking hilarious. It's yeah, it's so, very funny. It's so... And it's so British, in hey. a way. Well, I mean, it's not actually British. It's American, but it's got a British right. sense of humor, kind of. A little yeah. Bit. And the no, guy in it is, is just a, he's got a very funny sensibility. You could tell he's a yes. very good comedian, so. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't mention it last week, but last week I started watching Who's the Boss? Uh, and I've continued watching it this <laughs> week, but um, that's funny because got... because community have a have a, a whole episode about that. Show. I was just about to ask if you got to that episode yet. Yeah. Right, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I'm also watching Fresh Prince, and there's an episode of that show called Who's the Boss, which I mm-hmm. and I'm watching them kind of simultaneous, so it's funny. But it's got uh, Tony Danza and Aly- Alyssa Milano when she was seven. So she's a tiny little girl in this. Uh, it is, it's kind of super cheesy 80s sitcom, but it, uh, I remember watching it, so it's kind of a thing from my childhood. And I've seen episodes, but haven't seen them all, so I'm going through it. Uh, but I didn't realize how long it was on. It's It's got many seasons, so i got a lot to watch there. Um, Can I tell you something? I have never seen a single episode of I don't know if you would like it. It's a very cheesy 80s sitcom. Uh, it's really cheesy. And it's it's kind of famous for um, being a show where it was... The idea is that the housekeeper, Tony Danza, moves in with this lady. And they kind of have a um, overt uh, chemistry. But they can't do anything about it because she's his boss. And he's the employee. So the whole time, even from the very first season, it's kind of saying, uh, trying to make you want to feel like they're going to get together. But they have to go seasons and seasons and seasons until it happens. And then after it actually happened, the the ratings just tanked in the show (laughs) and it went off the air. Really? Uh, It's kind of famous for that uh, syndrome uh, uh, of TV where uh, things like that happen. Uh, The two people get together and then everybody tunes out because they're like, well, that's all I wanted to see was those two people get together. So, yeah. Right. Uh, but it, it's got funny parts and, it, and it's very interesting to see Alyssa Milano in it when she's super duper young. She like her face doesn't look any different even when she's a seven year old. So kind of interesting. Oh. Uh, Survivor season 34 started this week. Yep. Uh, return uh, a lot of it's all returning people and Ty from I think it was two seasons ago. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite players, maybe of all time. Uh, he's back. Yep. So I love I'm, it. he's the guy I'm rooting for. I want him to win again or Me win a, this time, I guess, because he he got yeah. second last time uh, yeah. in a kind of a dumb move because he's very he's super kind. Uh, he he was gave he, he was a moron. Right. Just that I say that because he picked the wrong person to go to. Right, but he's, tribal super, he's with. super endearing character. Like he's this little tiny Asian man who is a vegetarian and loves 
chickens and uh really he's a botanist i believe but at yeah. one point in his season there was this task that he was if he didn't win it he was going to get voted out basically and it was an endurance thing and he he beat out all the big strong guys and everything else and mm -hmm. he's this little tiny mm -hmm. old like 50 year old asian guy and he beat them all out just uh out of sure uh will i guess to win so determination yeah, he's an enduring, endearing character, so want to see him win. I love him. Uh, yeah, that's sense. what I saw this week. What about you, Tilly? I've been watching quite a bit. Um, Kyle Files is back with Jeremy Kyle doing his going out into the world and seeing what bad things are happening. Uh, this week, it's all about binge drinking and the amount that it costs the NHS and the police force to deal with it. And he's trying to tackle sort of the problems of it, but he's not really doing anything. <laughs> he's kind of gone, yeah, he's gone a bit downhill with this Kyle Files thing. I love Jeremy Kyle, you know I do, watch Jezza every day. But yeah, this is a bit too reachy. Just he's running gone out into, of ideas, maybe? Yeah, and he's going yeah. around like the UK where, yeah, there's there's sort of issues, but it's nothing compared to the previous seasons of this where he's gone out to where all the kids from the UK go to party in other countries. Right. That's where the problem's a bit more severe. I mean, it is costing our NHS a lot of money, but, you know, it's not quite as dangerous as he was to make out. And he was trying to sort of go up to the pubs and the landlords and saying, like, do you think feel you're responsible? And they're like, well, no. We sell the stuff. It's up to them what they do with it. Like, you know, this, uh, I think he said something about, well, a pharmacist will um, give you all your medications. What if you then go and overdose on it? It's not the pharmacist's fault. And I was like, well, it kind of is because they won't let you buy two more than two packets of paracetamol at a time. Yeah. So they have to be careful. Just yeah. Come over to landlords. America. You can, you can overdose with one prescription. No problem over here. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! The freedom! The freedom! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, America. America. Um, Stacy Dooley is back with her. Uh, Stacy Dooley investigates. Oh, that... I didn't know this. Yes, there's uh, two episodes so far. There's Canada's Lost Girls, which is this ah. week's about uh, Native American females going missing and the police not really doing anything about it until it's too late and there's no evidence and things. Because um, there's a lot, a whole bunch of missing girls and bodies have turned up and they're not... Um, the police oh. and the general outside community are saying, well, it's probably... It's down to how they live anyway that these girls are going missing. You know, they're all on drugs, they're all drinking, they're all this, they're all that. Right. And, yeah, obviously Stacey Dooley goes in, talks to the people, talks to everybody that's involved. And brilliantly goes and talks to um somebody a big politician i can't remember who he was but she goes a guy that's sort of in charge of something pertinent and she goes and has him about it like she did in russia um, yeah, yeah the other one young sex for sale in japan oh. about the whole um cute schoolgirl thing yeah uh, they've got cafes mm -hmm. where you can go in and pay to spend time with the girls and stuff she goes and looks into that and talks to the girls and things. Very interesting. Both things rather depressing. 
So I was going to say, you I... watch a lot of depressing TV. Oh, I totally do. It's it's my favourite. I can't I can't believe I see this. I love her. Oh, she's brilliant. Uh, she also narrates another show. Oh, I can't remember what it was. Ooh. Pants. I know I wrote it down somewhere. Oh. I'll remember that's, it some uh, point. That's uh, Luke. Uh, no, uh, Luke. Yeah, that's your name. That's uh, Tilly's favourite uh, swear word, by the way. Pants. Pants. I love that. Yeah. Oh, pants. But yeah, so to cheer myself up after all this depressing stuff, I've uh, delved back into the Eurovision. <laughs> no, but it is something that started in 1997. So I've delved back quite far and started watching Jonathan Creek from episode one. Oh, good show. I, my mum used to watch it and I remember yeah. being a kid and hearing like my mum sort of coming or me coming downstairs to tell her I was ready to go to bed because she come and took mm. me in and that song would be going. Uh, yeah. So I started, started watching it and I bloody love it. I can't. It is really good. It is. It's kind of. It's interesting how uh, we 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 agree on this. This is childhood memories for me as well. Yeah. Or not childhood, but but I remember my mom and dad watching this, and me being totally not interested in it because it was yep. in a language I didn't understand. Oh, and I just wasn't it interested because was... it was a grown-ups thing. Ugh, don't yeah, watch that. Yeah, it was boring. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I've seen it later, and it's such a good show. It's brilliant. It's definitely a grown-up show to watch. Oh, but definitely. I've not yet guessed the actual answer. Me neither. Properly, I've had a thought at the beginning of an episode, going, "Oh, I bet it was them," and then completely forgotten about that all the way through, and formulated loads of different ideas. And then that one time, I was right that once. But I've like, yeah, brilliant. And funny yeah. in an amusing, quirky way. Yeah, Luke, you should actually watch that show. You you would fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. For people I, that I, don't I've know, I've never seen it, so I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, Jonathan Creek is a. Um, he's played by Alan Davis, who's on mm-hmm. QI, which I don't know if you've watched yet, Luke, but you should. Um, mm-hmm. He's a man that lives in a lighthouse. No, a windmill. And he um, basically helps his friend who's a reporter solve crimes that the police are stuck on because he's a he may he builds magic tricks for illusionists and things. He okay. sort of figures yeah. out the the weird tricks and, you know, how to do things, disappearing tricks and all the rest of it. So he can he's got a different kind of brain. He goes in, sort of looks at it as a sort of, well, how could you possibly do that and figures things out? But yeah, it's a he's a bit of a. Sherlock Holmes kind of character. It but, is kind of. Yeah, but less in the middle of London and more yeah. lives in a windmill out in the countryside and his friends yeah. just sort of bothering him all the time to come and get involved. And he's like, I just want to keep my nose out of it. And, you know. Yeah. But he can't resist because he starts thinking about it and gets sucked in. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. As I say, it started like, in 97. It's still of, going. Kind of reminds me of Psych. A little bit from what you said, but maybe I don't know uh, what it is. Oh, if you haven't seen Psych, go watch that. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can see some similarities. I I, I can, but uh, it's it's definitely not the same. 
but uh, our main topic this week is kind of weird. Um, because before we, uh, we uh, our main topic is Asian giant conspiracy theory. And uh, I talked a little to, to Luke before we recorded, and I, I said that uh, one of the things that I, I looked upon this this week was this giant tree that they, they say also was kind of intertwined with this as an argument. Well, let's, for... I don't think that's a great place to start, bro. That's just going to confuse people if we start with giant trees. Uh, <laughs> don't you think? Well, uh, but uh, my point was that uh, got me more into this because it was kind of intertwined together with it. They they used it as an argument of things that could be big. I don't think that's an argument at all. Just because there's agree. big trees doesn't mean there were big, like anything. I don't I don't understand <laughs> how that correlates in any way. So I would have to. Uh, see that argument, I guess. But I made it in that uh, one documentary I watched. All right, what was the argument then of the correlation between a large tree and a large person? The thing is, this was um, um, uh, uh, um, this tree wasn't uh, uh, what what can I uh, call it when it was it was logged. It was logged. So somebody oh, right. had to log it. It had oh, to so be they found a massive tree that had been chopped down. And, and they're saying right. only Paul only Paul Bunyan can cut down those kind of trees. Well, the, uh, <laughs> just look at California, the California redwoods. I've been there, and there are stumps there that are so massive, and people cut those down. There's pictures of it. So, uh, but I understand oh. what you're saying. Uh, I, I guess I understand the correlation. But, uh... Right, but yeah, yeah, so the huh? ancient giant conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. What is this, Luke, as I usually say, when it's this kind of topic? <laughs> uh, ancient giants, uh, the idea here is that uh, in ancient days, there were people, uh, of, I guess a race of people, who were some something like 8 to 12 to even 20 feet tall, depending on who you talk to about this, I guess. Um, And pretty much everybody who talks about it will cite this one verse of the Bible, King James Version, Genesis 6-4. Did you guys see this in any of your research? Yeah, and um, I I don't get why why everybody's citing the Bible on this. They're like, hey, look at all these archaeological pictures. And then, Bible? Uh, I, I think the idea is just to have more evidence, but a lot of this is based out of that. Because, you can't well, use we'll the Bible as it. evidence. Uh, you can when you believe that the, the everything in the Bible is true. And that's what these people believe. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, they, well, yeah. I don't know, what do you think about that, Fro, as a Christian? As a Christian, I, I believe... As the, 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 as the Christian on the podcast, what do you think yeah. about... <laughs> do you believe the, the Bible verbatim, word for word, that it was all, everything that it says actually no. happened? Or do you believe that it's a book of morals and stories to learn by? Yes. Yeah. 
I'm I'm more at at that corner. Uh, I believe I think the New Testament is more uh, re- reviable, re- reliable, really reliable than the yeah. Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Reliable? It, but it's just been fixed by people to make it be uh, what they want it to be. So I don't know if reliable is a good word. It's just been edited a lot. Um, but in this version, it says there were giants in the, uh, on the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in onto the daughters of men and they bear children to them, the same mighty men, which of old men of renown. So uh, basically in English, saying, please. What? Well, that's biblical talk. But yes, <laughs> uh, what it's saying is that the fallen angels came down and they had children with the daughters of men, meaning, you know, uh, human women. And then out of that were born mighty men uh, who were renowned. Uh, so this they're saying that these giants that they're t- that we're talking about are uh, offspring of angels from through human women. <gasps> oh, cool. I've just had a theory in my own head just then. Okay. Of that that bit in the Bible. Imagine because a lot of these I know we've not gotten fully into it, but the the evidence that people have found. Um, there a lot there tend to be a few like in the same sort of area. So they're saying, oh, you know, they there were people that must have lived here and stuff. What if people were exiled if they were big, massive giants and like you're you're too big to live in these huts? Go and live over there where everything's big and put in a big place like the lepers. And then you write it in the Bible that they're born of angels to stop the segregation and the hatred because obviously us normals are probably. I guess you didn't do the same research I had because I I was going to cover it a lot later. But according to these people, these giants are cannibals with double rows of teeth who have psychic abilities and oh. six toes and <laughs> six fingers and toes. Uh, we're yep. talking about like cyclops. They sound who would really of angels fr- who would eat people from uh, you know the Greek mythology and things like that. Uh, so. Yeah, well, I, that's what I mean. Being, if they were known them, as you know. no, they wouldn't be outcast. They would be feared. So everybody would be w- away from them, not the other way around. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but again, like I said, from the Greek mythology, uh, the Titans and the Cyclops, and then there's biblical account of you know David and Goliath, uh, and then other ones like folklores, like Paul Bunyan, and things like that. I guess talking about. Uh, as far as just the books talking about this and stuff like that. Um, and I guess uh, that's kind of like the basis of what this conspiracy theory is based off of, is this ancient mythology that cites that these beings existed at the time. So that's oh, okay. like that's how we start this whole thing. Uh, so what Remember evidence that's... did you find for this, Tilly, I guess? Yeah. Pardon, sorry, I didn't hear that. Go ahead, Fro, whatever you were going to say. No, I was just going to say, uh, it's a little like uh, when we talked about UFOs and used that single uh, verse in the Bible where it says that we they saw uh, flame horses on, on the sky. Yeah. 
it, it is kind of interesting that 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 the Bible talks about it. But for me, for me, this is this is ludicrous to, to use the Bible like this. As a Christian, I think it's kind of yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> Well, even in in, uh, in the research I did, there's a lot of people who believe and at the time of Noah and before that there were uh, there were giants that existed, and there are a lot of people that believe that, and most of them are uh, all of those people that believe that talking about are Christians. So there yeah. are Christians yeah, that believe it... this. So just because you don't believe in that version oh, no, of no, Christianity, no, no. this is a this. I mean, how many YouTube videos were there of this? Hundreds. That's uh, you, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're not out there, ma- uh, you know, making books. There's tons of books about this and other things. So there are people that are 100% believe this. Like, like we said in the past, we talked about flat Earth. We think it's crazy, but there are thousands of people that believe this stuff. And uh, what this, uh, it goes into biblical stuff, and it also goes into other stuff. Like I was saying with the Greek mythology and things like that. But I don't necessarily yeah, think just have... because we said one quote from the Bible that we're saying that this is all a biblical thing. Uh, no, no. There are no, other quotes, that's, that's are other quotes from me. the Bible that I found that I could have put in there. So this isn't just one quote. Uh, yeah. It's just the most interesting quote that I found. I guess another quote that isn't from the Bible that I saw from Abraham Lincoln. But we should <laughs> mention David and Goliath. We will get into that, right. We're yeah. trying to start, start this out. But Abraham Lincoln said, uh, when Columbus first sought this continent, when Christ suffered on the cross, when Moses led Israel through the Red Sea, uh, even when Adam first came from the hand of his maker, then as now, Niagara, meaning uh, the Niagara Falls, was roaring here, the eyes of that species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. What? Uh, well, this is it, because there are skeletons that have been found, aren't there? Apparently. I think he's probably referring to dinosaurs or woolly uh, mammoths or something like that. Uh, 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 okay. But people do use this as evidence. Yes. I was beginning to, to wonder, was Abraham Lincoln crazy? I was wondering if he was an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> Just part-time, you know. Uh, but we all know he's a vampire uh, hunter, if uh, if you didn't know. See that documentary, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies, by the way, <laughs> to make fun of. I, I love Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, what else did you find uh, in your uh, looking into this? Well, I found that there were giant humans and smaller versions, apparently as well. Through some of the things I was watching about the giant skeletons being dug up, and they sort of slightly mention the fact that they get dug up and then archaeologists whisk them away somewhere, which. Starts ringing alarm bells, then it got all godlike. But before all that, um, I was watching something about. They talked about the giant of Java found in the south of China, um, and that yeah, they had. They weren't just giants. They were also they they called them hobbits in the thing I was 
reading. But they were three foot tall, found in Indonesia, and known as Homo floresiensis, or something like that. Um, okay. That sort I of really add find to that on the. Well, we have that now. <laughs> yeah, but like in that many amounts that it would be full families, full towns of them, kind of thing. Yeah, from, yeah. I mean, if it was a hereditary trait, and everybody yeah. in the town, yeah. Which is, you know what you'd think about these giants or what I thought about them when I was watching all these documentaries before they start talking about the Bible, they are saying about lots and lots of skeletons being found all over the world. And, um, they're huge. As you said, from like human size, you wouldn't really dig one up and go, Oh no, sit about six foot all the way up to, I think the largest one was something like 36 on one of the things I was watching. And they were talking about the fact that, you know, there wasn't just these giants, but these giants were definitely there. There was like a full race, but there was three different types of humans. So if you had the the smaller ones, the little tiny three foot ones um, that were probably sort of troglodyte type things because of where they were found. Um, you had the giant ones that, you know, could have deformities and things and be cyclopses and stuff like that. And then us, the the sort of mm, Goldilocks and the Three Bears version, where we're, you know, not too in big, them. not too small, yeah, not too just hot, not right. too cold. We're just right. We're just, just in the middle of the two. The Goldilocks. Human <laughs> uh, beings are the Goldilocks. I love that. <laughs> yeah, well, this this whole planet is the, the Goldilocks Oh, what was it called? The, something like the Goldilocks Complex or something. Yeah, the Goldilocks. Yeah, I, I I read about that. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so I found found out those bits, and with the they found a lot of large humans with six digits and second layers of teeth and things, and then they started to angels and the I can't remember what they were called. There's definitely a side of this that's definitely you go into it and they automatically go right into the Bible. But there's other sides of this of people who aren't talking about the Bible at all. Um, But as far as bones go, I saw a little list uh, just in America. It says early 1800s in Tennessee, they found uh, stone graves with average skeletons of over over seven feet tall uh, in... 1833, a 12-foot-tall male skeleton was found in California. Uh, A 10-foot-tall skeleton in 1879 was excavated in Indiana. And it says in 1912, 18 skeletons were recorded in burial grounds in Wisconsin. Um, And I guess the most recent one I see in 2011, in 40 graves containing 200 bodies of seven seven-foot-tall individuals uh, in a burial site in Central Africa. Uh, and that wow. was from 2011. So that's fairly recent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there was 200, the, um, 200 bodies, that's a lot. Yeah. There was the Irish mummy as well. That was it's a completely preserved, mummified uh, giant of, like, seven-foot-tall in a coffer- coffin. And they said coffin, coffagus then. That's half of a sarcophagus. Which it's a mummy. Would it be a sarcophagus or does it have to have a special 
Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so they're, they're found in Ireland as well, which, given how small it is, there's got to have been a fair few about. But then there are now. How many... Has anybody looked up how many people that are over seven feet are living now? Uh, that, I mean, that's not really... The thing is, like... Uh... Everything I said was like an average of seven feet. So meaning yeah. most of them would have been taller. Um, but if, you know, there's, I mean, there's a recessive foot, gene of it. What if it recesses back to a whole giant species? Right. But getting to 10 feet tall, as far as a human goes, uh, the complications of your heart and things like that, getting to that size would kill you use it with normal Amer- uh, normal human anatomy. Yeah, that's why but this is after we've of, evolved die of giantism. Yeah, but this is after we've evolved to be smaller because we need to be for our environment. You're if thinking then... this all wrong. This is a whole <laughs> different race of beings, Tilly. This isn't like humans. It's not. No, but you're thinking they, of it in a way that breed, it's like giant. They breed with us, surely. If they've got the same human skeleton, they could potentially have the same other things, which would mean the same as us with the Neanderthals. During, during, not necessarily. I don't know. Because Neanderthals, what troglodytes, I... and the other one, us, <laughs> Homo sapiens, all interbred, and they don't, they've never been able to, you know, there's, there's still the DNA going through uh, pretty much all of us as humans because of the evolution progress process Having and the fact that they're interbreeding. 12-foot person. person, explain that. Uh, you have the male is our size, and the female is a giant. They can okay. breed. That that can happen. But, it's the same with dogs. Look at dogs. Look at a wolf you're compared to a dog. A I don't, I don't could... think... You're saying there's already giants that would have giants. And I'm saying, where did the giants come from? Where did the giants go? That's the whole question here. Well, surely they would have split off at a different point to us. Or maybe come from somewhere completely different. I don't know. I'm not an entomologist. Right. <laughs> You're thinking of this way too literally, like uh, there's some kind of uh, recessive gene that caused there to be 12-foot-tall people. Number one, this isn't real. Number two, everybody who cites this uh, says that they're a separate race of beings, not human. Un-inhuman. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is that what you got, Fro? You're being very quiet about this whole thing, Fro. But, uh, well, uh, uh, I... I the documentaries I uh, saw was supporting uh, Luke's theory, but I think it's interesting what uh, Tilly says. That's why I'm being quiet. It's you two that are fighting. I, I don't really have an opinion because I don't believe in this. No, I think I just put my kind of science brain on when I'm watching things and decipher it. Right. In the uh, least crazy way that I can like, think. I understand what you're saying, but none of the people who were talking about this were saying what you're saying. Right. You're just making up a story to try to uh, rationalize it in your brain. And I understand that. I did the same thing. But that is not evidence for what these people are talking about, which okay. is what I was talking about. So it's all the crazy, all the crazy angel stuff and all the. Big. I want to All the scale. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but that is, uh, again, it's not real. So trying to rationalize it with science is doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because like I said, there can't be a 12 foot tall human. So in that case, it would have to be another species. And then it gets back to what species was that? And the only people who are talking about this are people who are talking about it as these were uh, either um, biblical, like the angels came down and bred with humans and created these beings, or the alien side of it, who says that aliens came down and that these were the Nephilim or the Anunnaki, which are talked about in alien, uh, ancient alien theory. So the Anunnaki yeah. would have been these tall beings that ruled over Egypt and even before that, uh, Sumeria, uh, and that they they bred with uh, humans to create this second uh, second set of beings that ruled over humans, and that um, human we were basically their slaves is what it came down to. So. That, that would happen if there were really big humans that could all of a sudden enslave the normal people. <laughs> that that were cannibals and had psychic abilities. Yeah, we'd be terrified and do whatever they said. Oh, yeah. We'd have to if they were psychic. We didn't have guns. We didn't have anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. God, that, what if they had two opposable thumbs per hand? <laughs> they get six fingers. Why not two thumbs? <laughs> Like I mean, it Thompson didn't. Fist. It didn't I didn't. It didn't specify <laughs> fingers or thumbs. It could be two thumbs. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, I love this job sometimes. Or this hobby. Anyway. Oh, but it, yeah. Now the documentaries I I saw is uh, it's more at uh, at the uh, looks uh, point, but I I find it interesting that. Uh, there, there is so many uh, skeletons in the closet, uh, and uh, now I'm I'm speaking literally. I, I think it's it's interesting that we we haven't uh, seen any of this. Like I never seen a giant skeleton, but they say it's out there. It's it's kind of hard to prove, but it's. Even more hard to disapprove, almost. I think it's, it's definitely hard to, for both. Because <laughs> there's all the right. pictures that they try to use as evidence on a lot of the YouTube videos. There are a lot, it's just somebody talking with lots of pictures coming up. And all of the pictures could very easily have been doctored or just done from certain angles. Yeah. Or, I, you know, they've I just made a, whole... a giant skeleton. <laughs> I read a whole thing about um, a guy who actually uh, one of the photos that some people do cite. He was the one who actually photoshopped it and put it online. And he explained how he did. And he was saying how um, it's so funny that people are citing his picture and pointing this out when he knows it's fake. Yeah. Um, and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, actually, if you go to Google Images and look up Queen Elizabeth giant skeleton. <laughs> uh, there's an interesting picture that you will find uh, on there of her standing in front of a giant skeleton on display somewhere. Not really sure where, but it's kind of interesting. Um, okay. Did you find any evidence, Fro, for this? The more I looked into it, 
the more crazy it seemed. No, I so mean no. evidence. Evidence, as in like stories from history, skeletons, uh, myths, legends, anything like that. Well, uh, like I, I, I said, uh, David and Goliath uh, was the first thing that came into mind where uh, right. David killed uh, Goliath. It was a big, big, big uh, giant. Uh, and it's, I think that's a super interesting story in the Bible that kind of uh, they t- talked uh, about in the documentary I was watching at least. They were talking a lot of about this David versus Goliath as as uh, as proof, but then again, I'm I'm more at uh, what Tilly said. I I believe that this is a casually tale to prove something instead of actually being a big fucking giant. Yeah, I found that picture. Isn't this the Queen at the? Is it a natural history museum? With the smallest recorded... I don't know, you'd have to look it up. Uh, uh, I'm sure the... it's... Because there's a I massive rem- skeleton and a little teeny tiny one next to it. And it's like the, the largest human and the smallest one. I have no idea, but uh, I believe it was taken in America, actually, from what I remember. I could be totally wrong about that, but um, I believe oh, it was some, taken. Oh, some kind of museum. <laughs> right. Well, it definitely looks like a museum, but yeah. that's a giant skeleton. It's not a little person. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely a giant skeleton, and there's definitely a teeny tiny little skeleton next to its leg, sort of showing the difference between the smallest and the the biggest. Because the human body can can get big and tall, but as you say, it can't sustain. And it's, I think it's because it's the whole recessive gene thing. I think recessive gene. Well, where's it? Where's it re- recessing from? There could have been a whole race of them. But they, I don't believe that. Right, but they, even uh, with, like with, even with or... <laughs> but even with little people in this day and age, they have regular sized children. So not, this is not all the time. You wouldn't. Ha- you wouldn't. Uh, but if you have a whole group of two hundred people, like I mentioned earlier, yeah, some of those people are going to be normal size. You're not like you're. You're never unless, like I said, it was an entirely different race that had an entirely different set of genetic code so that they did only bear children that were extra large then that is possible i guess but then we're getting back to where did that uh species come from see what i mean well, maybe we then you have then the, the... O- the only way to explain that is either aliens or bible i if you have another explanation for that then i'd like to hear it um when the Homo sapiens and the other ones, the Neanderthals, when they interbred, something weird happened genetically, and it sparked up that all their babies were huge, ripped them no, apart. That, that's why that the Neanderthals died out. <laughs> no, that I was know. Great but that's just not how genetics work. Hey, so. It makes as much sense as aliens or the Bible. <laughs> right. Again, I'm this is all fake. So you're trying to rationalize this with real logic, and it doesn't. Yeah, work. I'm just starting a new conspiracy oh. theory that makes more sense than the others. <laughs> and you Come on, get this, on this with me. <laughs> this makes sense. Only after this? I've uh, taken it no, apart. And put it like back I said, you're just trying to make up some story that. Uh, yeah. Even even the conspiracy theorists aren't 
trying to make up that story. So, yeah. <laughs> the conspiracy theory is like, no, she's not like with us. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly where what, I want to be. Yeah. So what when she you said watching your total lunacy. Uh, sorry. All of this is yeah. I think that's the point. Is uh, to believe this is in, it's an interesting way of being, and I'm saying there are people that 100% believe this. So, uh, you got to put yourself in that mindset of the person who believes this stuff to kind of understand it. Otherwise, you're just going to try to rationalize it in your own mind, and you're not getting the point of what they're trying to tell you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see anything about the, I mean, we called this whole thing conspiracy theory. Where's the conspiracy? We haven't talked about it yet. Well, did you guys see anything about the Smithsonian, uh, and its cover up of this? No, I did not I, see that part. I saw it was a lot all about over the place. <laughs> that nobody okay. could get anywhere near, like anytime a big skeleton was found, the feds came in and took it straight away. Uh, and suppose, supposedly the Smithsonian, at least in America, is the place that all of those skeletons are taken. And that's the it's being it's the place where they store them all or destroy, uh, destroy them. I saw a whole article about how the Smithsonian had destroyed all these skeletons because they couldn't store them anymore. I was going to so say, they, how big is the Smithsonian? Would it, where would they put everything? Right. Like Especially you need aircraft hangers for that many. If you yeah. have. 30 foot 200 skeletons, giant skeletons. Right. But uh, that's the cover-up, is that uh, Smithsonian has been... Uh, and not only the Smithsonian, I saw a whole thing about that the Vatican in the... Ba the Vatican was built on top of a burial ground for giants. I saw a whole thing, a whole <laughs> thing about that. I'm, gonna, I'm about to get into the crazy stuff. You guys apparently... You stayed on, like, the base level, like the skin of the top of this, this thing... I'm going to get into the crazy stuff. Uh, like oh, I said, please, these beings supposedly, uh, to some people, still exist. Not only do they exist, they yeah. are under control of government, uh, the world governments. Have control of these beings, and they keep them in underground bunkers. Because these beings have such large psychic powers, if you were to get even too close to it, uh, their brain waves would scramble your scramble your br brain so badly that you would become in uh, instantly insane is what I heard. <laughs> Did you uh, see wow. the theory, Luke, that uh, Roald Dahl's book, Big Giant Friendly Giants, uh, was actually uh, uh, a true book of uh, what uh, Roald Dahl actually discovered and that uh, his children book uh, Big Friendly Giants was a cover-up to fool people. Uh, to I did not, not see this. No, I don't even know that. Yeah. I don't know that book. So, but oh, really? The BFG is amazing. Yeah. It's oh, right. Really good. The, the movie. Okay. Well, yeah. no. The, um, yeah, the book was the, good. The book was <laughs> obviously. I, I'm just saying. I know the movie. I don't know the book. Um, yeah. If you, you would have said BFG, I would have gone. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, what is the conspiracy theory behind it that they wrote it? to for what that he uh, knew about he it and then yeah he wanted to tell the uh, tell everybody about it and they made it into a children's book uh, he wanted to, to tell children that at 
this actually was a thing and that we never picked up on that this actually was a true story. Right. I see. And then they made it into a children's movie to try to discredit right. it. Uh, yes. I, I understand. Uh, well, did he die or something? And after he made the book, because that would add yeah. to conspiracy. Theory yeah, he's 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 yeah. gone now. Yeah, but yeah. he wrote. A well, I mean, if, if it was right after he made the book, that would help no. the conspiracy. Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, I I don't know how you missed this one, Fro, but of course there was the Norse mythology of the frost giants. Yeah. Uh, who fought Odin? So people believe that was uh, a real thing at some point. I think they fought Thor, right? They fought your dad, bro, yes. and then Odin <laughs> yeah. came in and Odin came in and was like, "Yeah, I'm not having this," and he just f shit up. So um, yeah. Well, thank God for that. I saw a whole thing about Stonehenge, and it was built by giants, of course. Oh, that would make that sense. goes for any megalithic structure uh, in uh, Incan area the, all those megalithic structures the pyramids even though like they've that. proven how to do it with normal people well at least Stonehenge uh, has been proven that they could still, have physically oh, done it yes yeah, Stonehenge I was going to say the pyramids they're still kind of out on that one as far as I know but um you know people want to come up with an explanation for things that are seem outrageous so to have a giant <laughs> you mean like I just did <laughs> <laughs> Right, I guess so, uh, but they. This is more. They're doing it uh, the opposite way you were doing it, where you're yeah. trying to rationalize it in this day and age, where they're trying to rationalize it to things that are of uh, otherworldly. Like you mm-hmm. got to think in like a religious context. Like you got to. I can't in, do in, it. In, I just can't. God is God is real. Jesus died for our sins. Uh, Muhammad was actually a prophet. Uh, Buddha definitely exist uh all that stuff you got to believe you got to think Buddha that does way. exist it's Don't a dalai lama i've seen him yeah. <laughs> uh, another thing i saw that king arthur was actually a giant and that oh. had, at some point they dug him up and he was a 15 foot tall uh human That's being why I he could get the sword out of the stone then right that makes sense because um, a giant would be able to pull a sword out of a stone that oh I come on till there I also thought this group uh, from Lovelock, Nevada. There's apparently a cave there, and there's a legendary tribe of red-haired giants, uh, mm. all red-haired, and they lived in this cave uh, outside of uh, outside of the city. Uh, and there's a whole there's a according to the Native Americans there, there was a band of cannibalistic giants that were at war, and after a long struggle, the tribe cap, uh, kind of caught them and trapped them in this cave, and the giants all died out, and their remains were found in this cave, and then, of course, the Smithsonian came in and covered it up. So... As, as it's done so, with everything else. Uh, to wrap this up, uh, Teller believes in this. Uh, me and Luke, we are a little meh. I yeah, I, I believe in all of it. it, except I've got my own theories rather than angels. Because yep. it's more uh, fun to live aliens. in this world. Yeah. Uh, yeah I was so. watching a whole thing. Uh, it was kind of like a debate with the one guy that believed that it was angels and one guy that believed it was aliens <gasps> uh, that created uh, these giants. And oh, they were I need kind of to debating see that. It. Uh, Get me the involved. One guy, <laughs> the one guy's kind of like super interested, uh, super interesting in the sense that 
he's the one that's on the side that believes that there's these that the governments have control of these beings and he actually believes that the world governments uh, are going to let these creatures loose at the right time to initiate the end times or you know that are in the bible and things like that so yay oh maybe this will be the these creatures are basically spawn of satan because they're uh, offspring of the fallen angels who were following Satan. Fro might understand that uh, in a sense, I guess. He, he will? Okay. <laughs> you know that of the fallen angels who uh, follow... Yes, yes okay, yes. archangels and everything. That That is where a lot of this comes from, and other mythologies, of course, like I said. So, uh, even Native American, like I said, uh, and other things have Pretty much all anywhere in the world you go, you're gonna find some type of uh, story or mythology that involves giants. So, I think one of the biggest ones there, the Solomon Islands, were supposed to be known just all inhabited by giants. And uh, I saw a whole story about a Japanese warship during World War II going there and the entire ship being massacred by giants. So interesting. This episode is going to be titled uh, Tillis Big, no, Giant Conspiracy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, see what I did there? Uh, uh, so, uh, well, I heard it. Uh, yep. So this is the part uh, where we should rationalize this, I guess, is what? why do you think <laughs> these people believe this stuff? This is the part where Tilly's theory should come in. Is, yeah. Uh, why do these people believe this? Um, what do well, you think? Everybody still, even in recent times, the um, I think the Chinese president or akin to had um, a whole bunch of really, 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 really tall soldiers. I think everybody had to be seven foot. And maybe there was, you know, maybe. I don't know about the whole it's not impossible for humans to have got bigger. I know we're for a still, fact that it's impossible. Are we still on this? <laughs> well, I'm kind of on we're, we're it because other animals bro, have gone to like always, different. Look at lemurs. Lemurs only exist in Madagascar. One second, Tilly. Fro always thinks that when you have a discussion that is uh, heated, that it's an argument. But me and Tilly are just oh. disagreeing on something. We're not having yeah. an argument. No, so it's a powwow. Worry about. I don't want my parents to bring. Uh, <laughs> To, to have a divorce. We're not I'm, fighting, we're just debating. I, I'm, okay. And I'm only theorizing anyway. When people get giantism, if they get too big, they die because their heart ah, can't pump that's, blood around that's their it. body. As a recessive gene, as the humans that we are now, as our evolved selves, obviously we haven't always been this exact human. What if at some point we've when we... have had the same DNA, yes. Yeah, but we've not always been the same heights. No. And other animals, like as I was going to say, look at lemurs in Madagascar. They're they're not found anywhere else. They've grown and evolved with really weird traits. Like if it just so yeah. happened but that there these are only... people are saying that there di- there are giants all over the world. I just put out all the evidence that they're all over the place. So yeah. it, that wouldn't be the case. Okay, then I don't know. Right. <laughs> I want to know where this came from. Like, 
who started with the fake pictures and things? Uh, I'm sure that somebody who is an actual believer in this, probably somebody who was reading into the biblical side of it or alien conspiracy theorist. And then people saw that and they went, oh, I can make some bunk pictures and people will follow it. I'll get hits. You know, it's that easy. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so somebody I learned how to the big ones are all it. fake. Yeah. And the ones where they're all seven foot were just seven foot tall people that they've then gone hey yeah, people who had these... giantism or they had a glandular issue i mean that's yeah. totally and where possible. does that like that 200 especially like a leper colony you have a giantism colony we've got a real issue because there's loads of interbreeding so... going on over there and they're all giantism is so rare in humans it's not like a something that happens all the time so to have it now, but were we were we genetic? Well, we couldn't have been genetically the same as we are now then, because of the amount of interbreeding and things. What with other humans? No, We're, well, we always have had. No, because this is Neanderthal ones. When we were uh, not Homo sapiens. Yeah. Uh, which, in this whole conspiracy theory, there. There were dinosaurs and humans at the same time because we're talking about like creationism during the times of Noah. Uh, you know, two by two, the animals walked on the ark. You got to believe all, all crazy stuff too, silly. Yeah. I can't. I can't believe all of that stuff to think that the, it's the same as my mermaids thing. It might be in some religion that a mermaid is a real thing like the angels to people that believe in angels. But I believe that there could be a species that was wasn't found or still hasn't been found. If you get what I mean, like there could be another human species that's massive, but why? Yeah, it be I mean, up I just think you're it? making up an explanation for something that isn't uh, doesn't exist. So yeah, I'm I'm reacting yeah. like I've been confronted by a massive skeleton. Exactly, and, gone, um, and trying to explain it, but you haven't yeah. been. You're you're you should you need to take the evidence that you're given and respond to that, not come up with some <laughs> other crazy theory. That doesn't I help. <laughs> I can't listen to this evidence and have a theory on it because it's all rubbish. <laughs> this is where you give your opinion on it, bro, even though you don't seem to have any opinion on this. Because I don't... I, uh, my opinion is that I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it either, but I've been sitting here and talking about it for 30 minutes. But I don't. Okay, I don't feel strongly. You got, about like it. I said to Tilly, you gotta put your your own mindset into the. Uh, when you're watching these documentaries, do you sit there and go, "That's bullshit. That's bullshit. That's bullshit." The whole time you're watching it, or do you try to listen to them and understand what they're trying to get across? I try I, to listen. Yeah, try to listen, but then I also right sort of I see what they've read and how they've read it wrong, and sort of translate it in my own head to make sense in my head right i just I can't i can't listen seriously can't i think i'll log in, out i don't it just does I, I what i'm saying is uh, you have to do that afterwards as well to try to explain it otherwise you're just trying to debunk it and you have to explain it before you can debunk it if that makes sense okay yeah, yeah. i think i just tune out they start talking about the Bible and using that as evidence, and I just go, no, my theories on this are different. <laughs> right, you should have gone down the alien road instead of the Bible road, and then I you would have maybe enjoyed it. But that's a bollocks more. as well. I just got an extra. I put my own road in. I built my own road. 
<laughs> a road okay. of logic. A, a road of logic to uh, to the town of illogicness. Yeah. <laughs> the road of giants. <laughs> well, I think it's a fantastic story. I think it's a uh, it's a really cool theory. I uh, the theories, the thing I watched. Uh, uh, it's uh, it's it's just it's marvelous to to try to to at all uh, make sense of this because they are taking snippets out of things. Like I could ma- I could pick things out of the the Bible uh, as well and make my own conspiracy theory. Uh, it's, it, Again, it's like I said, like... this this isn't just out of the Bible. We keep going back to that, but like I said, Indian folklore, Norse Norse mythology, uh, mythology from America, uh, Incan and South American mythology, all these things uh, <laughs> are used to justify this giant thing because there are stories of giants in all those um, religions and or mythologies. So to just go back to the one quote in the Bible is a whole other thing. I mean... The thing about this is, it would have to be a multi-thousand-year cover-up. Right. Yeah. Um, and not the only that, the, there, I saw the, a whole thing ju- where they were talking about how the Uberman or the Superman that the Nazis talked about—that's uh, what it was—is that the Nazis actually had control of one of these psychic giants, and that's yeah. what made them so powerful. Uh, and maybe it got killed or whatever, and that's ca- caused the fall. But yeah, I mean. Uh, there's it's all over the place uh, as far as mythology and stories and things like that. Like I said, with like Paul Bunyan and other things. So it's not just the Bible, uh, but that is definitely one side of it and the alien thing. Yeah, it's it's it, uh, for me for me it's interesting because I I find it uh, uh, I think it's abuse of of my Bible. Like I personally take it as as uh, abuse of of uh, of uh, a book that I really like. This is coming out I, of the King James version, so it was already an ab- abused book to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to discuss that because because for 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 me that book is important. Uh, you guys can make fun of it. I don't really care. But, what the but King James me, version of the Bible? Yes, I love the yeah, King I'm James saying, version. It, it, they take out all the things they want, uh, they don't want, and that whole thing. Yes, uh, there are many versions of the Bible. I guess is my point. I see them as all different books in a way. I guess you see them as all one book. Uh, but I mean, the Old Testament and the New Testament and the King James; those are so they're all so different. So yeah. Right. So that was our main topic. Uh, the lion was Tilly believes everything, and me and Luke doesn't. <laughs> yes, Have I believe seen... all of it. <laughs> Have you seen the movie this week, Tilly? Um, I watched a big long um, documentary that I can kind of count as a movie, or maybe two, because it was I think six episodes. Uh, it's on the BBC iPlayer called Killing for Love, about a uh, young boy that got sort of talked into murdering or talked into taking the rap for murdering his girlfriend's 
parents when really it was her so he says that was quite good it was i think it was the it happened in like the 70s when this guy was quite young and then you've got him still in prison doing an interview talking about what he was like back then and things that was quite interesting for a nearly film (laughs) what about you look I saw um, Back to the Future 1 and 2 uh, on TV uh, when I was out of town. So, yeah, they were just on and back to back. So I watched them. I always like those movies. They're fun. Can't go wrong with those. Love those movies. Yep. The third one is good, but it's not, you know, it's not. I I wouldn't even put it in in there as with on the same level as the first two. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did I watch this week? Yeah, I watched Why Him? Because we talked about that uh, with Brian. Oh, Prince. yeah. Mm. And, uh, and that was a horrible movie. Right, I think, yeah. That's <laughs> uh, general consensus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it got uh, terrible reviews. Uh, I watched uh, Cesaro again. Because uh, it's the same director as Arrival. Uh, it's from 2015. I, I thought you meant did... the wrestler. Sorry? I thought you meant the wrestler. Arrival. Oh, the wrestler. No, Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, Cesaro. <laughs> yes. Cesaro. And yes, it's also a wrestler's name. No, I meant the movie Cesaro. Uh, from 2015, really good. Uh, I also watched Silence, uh, the new uh, Let's um, uh, Watch a Martin Scorsese film for three hours movie again. <laughs> because it's such a good movie and I, I wanted to uh, watch it. So that's everything. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I just I just forgot uh, the name of it. Uh, you you are into British comedians, aren't you, uh, today? Yes. Uh, have you heard of this TV show? Uh, I talked about it last week. I, I suddenly forgot uh, what it was called. Um, Love thy uh, hate thy neighbor. Um, thy neighbor, yeah. I've seen it come up, but I've not watched it. I don't think. You should What's that really do watch with... that. What is it? Uh, there, it, it's a comedian from England going around trying to find uh, uh, people that disagrees with him. He, oh. For example, he goes to a Ku Klux Klan meeting, being black. <gasps> oh wow! Yeah. Yep. Oh, that does that sound was... good. I'll. Uh... It was really interesting. Uh, I, 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 I do think I recommended that last week, but uh, you weren't here. No, I certainly wasn't. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, you like to sleep. And now we are going to listen to the audio trailer of Kong Skull Island. Ooh, art. Oh, that's why it's called Skull Island. Well, Captain yes. Hook lives there, doesn't he? I think he used to. Or is that the place where a Bond villain lives? One or the other. <laughs> Maybe it's both. 
I'm going to watch this in 3D tomorrow. I, I can't wait. This music in that pan-up shot was like Gangsta Monkey. They like look like <laughs> the start of King Kong's new music video. <laughs> yeah. Like all these. You just needed a chain or something and a cigar. Man, He's spraying champagne on all these other monkeys. Giant skeletons. We just covered that in the show. And he is a monster from some bygone era. Maybe this is propaganda to get us to believe in monkeys, big monkeys instead of big human beings. That's true. Oh, maybe. And the, why are there aliens in this too? What's going on here? Are they aliens or are they dinosaurs? It looks more like an alien than a dinosaur to me, but I don't know. Maybe it's an alienosaur. Oh, and it saves the girl. He always saves the girl. It's the gimmick. Oh no! They got, that was definitely a dinosaur. An IMAX March I can't wait to see this in 3D tomorrow. That just uh, said something but... about Fandango. Yeah, uh, but uh, where did you steal your review from, Teleblay? Oh, jumping ahead, Fro. Uh, Skull Island. Oh. What is this movie about? A film Froly immerses <laughs> audiences in the mysterious and dangerous home of King of Apes as a team of explorers ventures deep inside the tre treacherous primordial island. Uh, it's got an eight, uh, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, seven point six on uh, seven point two on IMDb. Now, Tilly, where'd you get your review? <laughs> I got mine from yes. Rotten Tomatoes, as usual. Uh, and surprise. kind of stuck between two, but we'll go with the first one by Jimmy W, who gave it one and a half stars. He okay. says, "A bunch of men in quotation marks crying and shaking, while the big-breasted feminist in the skimpy tank top saves the day." The only courageous male in the movie was the bad guy. And don't get me started on the plot. As stupid as they come. A complete stinker. Chock, chock full of propaganda. Boy, did I want my money back. It is propaganda, Fro. You were right. Yeah. And yeah. WW has a... Uh, his picture is Snoopy holding a pint of beer up to cheers. <laughs> I, I'm I'm really glad I had, that I had a different review in mind since you stole mine. Again, you guys, you gotta <laughs> really? coordinate. Yep. I think we need to figure out how to coordinate this because you guys keep doing that, so we don't always have that happen. You gotta <laughs> oh, pick a different I website I or something. I, I I picked two as well. So uh, my my second one was Scott M, and he says, "Thank fuck I didn't pay to see this. <laughs> <laughs> Never been into any of the big angry monkey type films." Doesn't get my juice going. You know that genre of film, giant monkey type <laughs> genre. What's with all the other mustard shite? Fucking Resident Evil looking things at times. Sam Jackson, John Goodman, and Hiddlestone. Christ, they bore the shit out of me. John C. Riley plays a good part of this movie at last, at least. Had more entertainment itching my balls than watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Scott M. Yeah. Uh, my question is: Is Dustin checks in? Is that in the giant monkey 
genre movies? No. No. Okay. Uh, I got one from the Facebook. Uh, not It actually did not have a whole lot of uh, presence on their Facebook page. There was, you know, maybe tens of posts where a lot of movies will have hundreds uh, per post. Um, this one was from Susan Lenartz. And she says, it's Jurassic Park on Napalm NC4. <laughs> but not for children. It takes place at the end of the Vietnam War, so there are all these music clips from my high school days. It featured really beautiful scenery, including an aurora borealis. Do not walk out until the end credits have finished because there's an additional scene at the end. Samuel L. Jackson plays a wonderful Ahab-type character. And, of course, the obligatory uh, obligatory girl-in-hand scene. This film should win an Oscar for special effects or maybe sound editing. So she really (laughs) liked it. Wow. Not an award for the actual storyline or anything, though, just for the special effects or the sound editing. Well, I think she's uh, realistic and knows that's never just never going to (laughs) happen. Ah, okay. We can deal with some (laughs) realism now and again. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I love I love this. Uh, But yeah, no, I I can't wait to see this tomorrow tomorrow. What I also watched this week was Samurai Jack. Uh, oh, me I, too. I, yeah, it's strange that way. Um, <laughs> I posted on our, our uh, Facebook group. I posted a little like short thing. I can't wait to hear Luke recapping this show. Hashtag impossible task. Did you see this, Luke? Yeah, I don't understand it really. And I did take notes, so uh, why it's in, uh, I guess try to explain uh, explain it. Why it's an uh, impossible task? Right. Because it's a lot of non-dialogue in this. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It's right, a lot but, of stuff uh, happening with no dialogue. Sure, but uh, I understood what uh, you, he didn't. You didn't need dialogue in the show to understand the plot. Because uh, I agree, but it's yeah, okay. hard to uh, uh, it's harder to give people a plot storyline out of images than things that are are said. Right. I think because mm-hmm. you have to. I think maybe you, you underestimate to... my uh, uh, reviewing skills, but we'll see. Oh, I, guess. I don't underestimate you at all, my friend. I think you are a great reviewer. And I'm fucking glad I don't have to do this. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't have a huge problem with it, to be honest with you. I saw that before I went into it, and um, uh, yeah, I, I, there's it, maybe a few extra notes in there, uh, but I thought it may, maybe it was mostly because I, it's the first episode, so I had to do a lot of talking about. It's a lot of building up the season, so yeah. It, uh, I have a lot of extra notes because of that, but it's not definitely not as many notes as uh, the last one, uh, the last couple shows that we've done, which were an hour long or 43 minutes TV time, um, where this is like 24, 22, something like that. So uh, a lot less notes. It shouldn't take us as long, but it's still pretty extensive because like Fro said, there's a lot happening in this episode, so. There is a lot happening, and I, I was I was taking uh, like I, I I wasn't taking uh, uh, many notes, but I, I took notes on on things that I 
I wanted to remember to say when you you spoke about it. Right. But when I watched it the second time, because I I did watch it two times this week, uh, when it came out and and actually today, to to recap myself on it, I discovered that I uh, did not think it was as good as I was hoping. And I wanted to talk a little about our feelings about the show before we went into it. I I kind of see where they are going with this dark tone and 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 it's darker than the original. But I'm not sure I loved it as much as I did the original uh, um, Samurai Jack. What are your feelings about that? The Tilly first, maybe. Uh, I haven't seen any of the, um, well, seasons one to four of Samurai Jack. I've only seen this episode of this one. Yeah. So I can't comment. But my neighbour Aaron watches it. And he said for me to ask you guys, especially Luke, because I know Luke loves it, um, how it compares to how it was before. Because he always thought, he thought the opposite. He always thought it was a bit too tame before. And now if they're Mm. being able to go darker with it, He's he's really excited. Well, I don't think you can compare one episode to in four seasons. So I think that's I agree. No, but hard you to know, make is, that comparison. Is it darker? Uh, is it? It's is it different. Adult Swim it is worthy? darker because now it's not on Cartoon Network. Is it? It's changed to Adult Swim. Yeah, there's still comedy. There's still comedy in this episode. So it's oh, yeah. not oh, yeah. like. Yeah. Um. It's not like it's uh, black black darkness of like. No, 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 no. Hate and no, piled think... up dead bodies with blood everywhere. No, it's not that. But that's, that's it not is what darker. I'm saying. Uh, it's only I'm, TV I'm fourteen still. It's not like, yeah. uh, yeah, it's TV fourteen. So it's not really. It can only go so far and maintain yeah. that rating. But as far as this episode compared to the previous seasons, uh, it's different. I I like it. Uh, I was hoping for maybe a little more comedy, but I guess. The thing is, if you've watched the original seasons, there were some episodes that were very deep and dark and uh, had, like, background meaning to them. And there were other episodes that were just light and fun and uh, pure comedy. So, uh, it's like I said, you just re- I, c- I really can't compare the first four seasons to this one episode and try to, like, say one thing's better than the other. Um, especially well, when it's more the, the next episode could just... Especially when the next episode could just be all comedy, because that's how Samurai Jack works. Right. Uh, if that makes sense to Fro. Mm, uh, it makes sense, but I was, I was disappointed in the lack of humor in the show. I, I, uh, that's one of the notes I have after after watching this. I, I was also. Uh, I wasn't as disappointed in the art style because the art style looked. Uh, exactly like the the, the first. Uh, there were uh, some things that were a bit more uh, advanced as far as animation goes, but the art yes. style definitely looks similar. Uh, yeah. There's one scene where he's driving away on the motorcycle and it has the reflection in his uh, muffler yeah. cover, and that you could tell was definitely that was out of place as far as the rest of the seasons. Yeah. But it's been ten years, so what do you, what do you expect? Kind of uh, yeah, I. I, I, I don't ex- expect them to do it exactly the same. I'm just saying that 
for me, it was missing something or uh, it was adding something I didn't need. I, I think they made it a little too um, uh, realish, where where uh, I uh, the cartoon style of uh, the four uh, previous seasons are more flat. If you kind of understand what I mean, right. yeah, totally. Uh, it's definitely yeah. updated for this day and age, and it's updated for the audience that's going to be watching it, which is the audience that probably watched it originally. So that's why mm-hmm. it's going to be darker. And like I said, who knows? The next episode, just because of the way we Samurai Jack as a show works, could just be all comedy. But we'll get into sure. it. Uh, the end battle scene, that guy is just pure comedy. Like his yeah. voice and everything? Like, come on. The part where yeah. he calls a coup on the phone? We'll get to that, I guess. Let's get into this. It was, uh, was really funny. Yeah. Uh Samurai Jack, I do not have a rating because this, I guess, happened on Saturday and we're, d- we're doing the show on a Tuesday this week. So maybe we just haven't gotten it yet. I'm not really sure, but it's just not out so far. Maybe I'll try to get it next week. Uh, but this is episode one, uh, episode 92 in the series. And we open uh, with a town and it's on fire. It's in the distance. And there's an alien family. They're headed towards this uh, town. And these giant robot beetles start surrounding them. Uh, you could tell that these aliens are, this alien family is trying to get away from them. And these alien bugs, these are from season one, episode three. There was an yep. episode that had these same bugs. So kind of a callback to the original Samurai Jack. Um the Beatles surround these aliens, and the aliens say, "I love, I love you to each other," with their antenna uh, text things. What? Do, how would you describe this? Their antenna text. Yeah, the 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 mind powers that light up neon lights in between their antennas. Right. <laughs> uh, and uh, so they've kind of given in. They they're ready to get killed by these bugs. But right as the bugs are about to kill them they've got them surrounded the bugs totally stop and the aliens are super confused and a person in on a motorcycle rides up in this crazy kind of samurai outfit with a i guess a, i would call it like a samurai mask i'm sure there's another word for it uh i'm not thinking of right now uh what is uh oh, a bu- kabuki mask is that what it's called oh maybe I've got a kabuki brush. So, somebody look that up and tell me if that's what that is called. But um, I'm on it. Yeah, he he rides up and we get a fight scene of this man on the motorcycle versus the beetle drones to try to save these aliens. And in the middle of this fight, the mask uh, that that is on his face is sliced off by one of the beetles, revealing it's Jack. And he's got, but he's got this whole new outfit. And he's got guns now that he's shooting people with. That's new. And yeah, he's got a big giant beard. So, so Jack saves this family and kills all the bugs and rides off into the sunset as the alien child says thank you to him with her antennas. I and have in my notes that I'm I'm not sure if I liked that he had guns. Well, it goes with the storyline uh, later I, in the show. Yeah. I guess so. 
because of what we get about the sword later. Um, yes. What are you sending a picture of? Kabuki masks. Ah. So if that's that's yeah, what you I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely it. I mean, there's a lot of different versions. It's kind of a version of a kabuki mask for sure. Uh, yeah. So that I was right. Um. So we get our opening bit right here, and we find out that Jack. It, this is 50 years later after season four, and we find out that because all the time portals have been closed by Aku, that Jack no longer ages. So he's spent 50 years. He's basically a vampire. You know what I mean? He's, he doesn't age, and uh, it's been 50 years of him fighting people. You know what I mean? So he's worn down at this point, Jack is, is what we get from the opening bit. I don't know. what Did you like the opening, Fro? We didn't get our classic... Uh, Samurai Jack music until the end of the show, but yeah, I know. Uh, I I also put down that. Uh, where is my middle Samurai Jack 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 uh, title? Yeah, I I liked the opening sequence. I did. I I su- I I liked this storyline like all over. I I think there's some 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 things that are a little like strange. Like I said, I I was kind of huh? guns on Samurai Jack, right? Uh, there and then it doesn't didn't make sense. I I I, I agree it fits into the storyline. I'm not sure if I I totally liked that kind of storyline. That why he had the guns. That were we are going to talk. Well, about I mean, we later. we really don't know. Uh, just from this one episode, we really don't know a whole lot about that. How, right. why he's using guns now, other than the one little thing, which we get no explanation for. I'll get to in a minute. We'll, we'll get to that later. But yep. uh, there is a reason for it, and it's gonna, we're going to build to it in the future. So I understand why they did it. But uh, we go to this temple, and it's obviously to a coup, uh, which, Tilly, if you didn't know, that's the guy in the stone statue in this temple. Okay. The monster-looking thing, that's a coup, which is Sam... Who sent him through time uh, away from his family and Samurai Jack's whole goal in the first four seasons was to get back to his family after being sent through time and Aku is always there to stop him from gaining access to a, one of these time portals which exists. Can we have world. some spoiler alerts for season four now? Is it okay that I spoil a little from season four? From ten years ago, I, I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> can, we just, can we discuss spoilers real quick? Well, before you get into it, so remember what you were gonna say, Fro. But there's yeah. got to be like a time limit on spoilers, and everybody needs to figure out what the hell this time limit is. Yeah. Because I I think to me, uh, I guess it depends on whatever whether it's a movie or a TV show. But you know, two weeks later after it's released, I don't think it's any spoilers anymore. Oh, That's I was just... thinking two weeks. Is it a TV show, actually? Right. A movie, maybe not so much. Maybe in once it's out on DVD uh, with a movie or something, yeah. or once it's out of the theater, maybe that. But I don't know. I still think two weeks is pretty standard. What do you think, Fro? I agree. I agree. All right. All right. Go so ahead. I'm going to spell. The, I am going now to destroy the ending of of season four. So spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, in season four, uh, and this is also interesting with season five, he makes it back to his own story uh, timeline. 
What are you talking about? At the end of season four, he makes it back home? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I don't remember that. I'm 96% sure. Uh, you're going to have to do some research and come back to us on that next week or maybe later in the okay. show because I don't think that's true. But uh, okay. go check it out, I guess. Uh, so we're in the Temple of Aku, and like I was saying to Tilly, uh, yeah, he's uh, Jack's nemesis. So these masked people are praying to Aku, so they're praying to... Uh, or they're praying to a statue of Aku. He's not actually there. Uh, and... We see this woman giving birth, and it's like kind of this ritualistic birth happening. And she gives birth to seven babies, and after she's done, uh, she puts this mask back on, which all the people in this, uh, can we call it a, a coup cult, I guess? They all have this mask. <laughs> and this mask basically looks like uh, the mask from Super Mario Brothers 2 that chases you around. You guys remember that? Okay, I'm thinking of episode 48, Jack versus Aku. Aku challenges Jack to final fight, in which he wants his powers is uh, retrained from using his sword. Jack uh, soon finds out that he, he may keep his word. Aku is not trustworthy. So I, you are right, he, he, he fought Jack, uh, Aku, but he didn't go back to his own. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I was there was not actually a yeah. huge like conclusion to it. That's kind of the one, one of the reasons a lot of people wanted uh, the end, uh, the actual uh, new season of Samurai Jack is to wrap things up. That, uh, right. But yeah. they killed a coup. I remember that. So that's why. Or or he fought a coup. Uh, I was I was kind of uh, thinking that was. What brought him home? But you, right. you are right. Yeah. Um, so sorry about no. that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, we have the woman giving birth, and she puts the mask back on, and they all. Oh right. So we have these seven daughters, and she says the seven daughters. Uh, oh right, she brings them to like the statue of a coup, and she says, seven daughters, to do your bidding, master, we will find favor in your glory." So they have these children they're going to do something with to help a coup, we find out. So we go to the desert, and Jack is riding across the desert on his motorcycle. And we see, uh, we definitely see that this is way in the future because there's like a gigantic Buddha statue head that's buried in the sand, uh, obviously showing that uh, this is kind of a wasteland in a way. And. Uh, it shows that he rides all night and all day. He gets to this forest, and he, when he gets to the forest, he sees like a, a black smoke in the distance, um, which usually in Samurai Jack would mean he would go straight towards it to help the people out. But in this, Jack doesn't head towards the smoke. He goes the opposite way. Yeah. So kind of showing that Jack is not the old Jack. So he reaches uh, a stream and he stops to drink water. And this is a crazy scene. Uh, these leaves begin to fall into the water just because you could tell it's fall. All the leaves are brown and everything. They're falling into the stream. And this one leaf falls into the water. And he sees his mother. 
I guess his dead mother, really. Uh, and she's begging, uh, begging him, kind of. She's saying that he abandoned them and that he's not following his purpose. And his mother looks... The leaf, when it hits the water, turns into his mother. And she's floating down the stream. And she looks at him and she says... You left us all to die! And as she says that, uh, all these leaves begin to fall into the water, and all the leaves start to turn into, uh, I guess I'd call them like tortured souls or zombies, something. So the whole stream, instead of being water, is just flowing with uh, zombie tortured souls that are screaming out to Jack. And then he sees this, uh, uh, what do we call it? I guess a knight? Would you call it a knight or a samurai? The silhouette. Nice. He sees the green. Yeah, it's a yeah. knight. I, yeah, it's a knight on a horse, and it's uh, he has like, ant, uh, antlers on his head, but it's just a silhouette, so you can't really see. You just see the silhouette of this thing, and Jack sees this thing, uh, and he's clearly terrified of it, and he jumps on his motorcycle and rides away. So at this point, you're like, is Jack totally insane? Like, what's going on here? What do you guys think right here? Well, I don't know what he would normally um, be being like. So I didn't know if this was a new thing or not. But yeah, it did a very good job of showing you the the torturedness of his past. As a person that's never watched any of it, you can tell the backstory pretty much from that. Why have you never seen Samurai Jack? Because it's not really my kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Did you... uh, I have a question. Did you get more... A client to see it now that you've seen the new episode? Yes. Okay. The original no, actually... is, like, like we said, way more comedy. There's whole episodes. There's a rave episode where he, he goes to this planet where it's just <laughs> yes. a huge rave. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that episode. I love that episode. I, I, I put in my... Uh, I actually put down in my uh, notes that I really hope that we get the Scotsman episode. I'm going to right, be yeah. so disappointed if the Scotsman is not in in one of the episodes. Aren't you? Uh, I mean, I probably no, uh, a little bit, but uh, there's also a uh, thing in me that says I don't really want a whole lot of callbacks because I don't want it to be that um, Jurassic Jurassic World syndrome where there's just too many God. callbacks and it gets annoying. Yeah. Uh, but what did you think here, Fro? Did you think he had gone crazy, or did you think these were, like, actual visions coming from his parents, or what did you think here? No, I was thinking it was uh, getting crazy. Right. I was thinking, okay. oh my god, Jack has lost it. Totally. And did you guys uh, have any thoughts on who the the silhouette of the knight, who this could be, I guess? I, I was thinking it was maybe uh, going to be... Uh, Cool, but that didn't make any sense. Okay. Tilly, do you have any thoughts? Not a clue. Oh, okay. Do uh, did... you know what I thought? I think it's Jack. Ooh. Oh. Okay, we'll continue. Uh, so it's nighttime now, and he's still in the woods, but Jack, he, you know, he's driven away from the, the stream, and he's cooking dinner of a nasty-looking rat. It's the most disgusting-looking rat ever, but he's eating it, <laughs> uh, oh. cooking it over a fire. It's the way he eats it as well, picking bits off it and eating it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that had me. That actually made me, even though it's a cartoon, it made me a bit... And they didn't even really show, <laughs> it was like not detailed, it was kind of a silhouette yeah. of a rat, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely 
they made it work. So, so Jack is looking into the fire uh, here, and he sees the flames turn into his father, and <laughs> it it looks kind of like he's burning on a crucifix, maybe, but it's minus the cross. Like the cross yes. isn't there, but his arms are up in like that kind of position, right? So. And his dad says, we waited for you, but you never came back, talking to Jack. And Jack says, but Aku destroyed my way home, which in the first four seasons, he uh, Aku uh, got destroyed all of the uh, time portals. So Jack would never be able to get back. Uh, that was the whole thing at the end. Uh, and as uh, Jack is talking to this, what I assume is a hallucination, but we could find out later that it's not. Uh, there are like embers of the fire that jump out uh, onto the ground and they light the trees and uh, ground on fire, which I assume that this is actually happening. Like there's actually a forest fire happening, but Jack is so has gone so nuts that he's talking to his dead father, even though the forest around him is being engulfed by flames, uh, which I think was really cool. And his dad says, you've forgotten your purpose again. And he says, you've forsaken us, which uh, his mother and father in like the uh, his visions, I guess, keep saying you've forgotten your purpose. That's kind of what they're really trying to get across. Yeah. And Jack sees the night again, and he's clearly terrified and he rides out of the fire like he motorcycle rides straight through the fire to get away from this this night that he sees. Uh and I wrote down, he escapes from the flames, but not himself. <laughs> you see what I mean? He's, yeah. he's trying yeah. to, he would have sat there and burned if it wasn't for his own, being afraid of his own inner self. That's what I think they're going for, with. I could be totally wrong, but I, that's kind of what I see the story being, is uh, he's trying to run away from his own destiny, in a way. Yeah. So now, so yeah, he rides uh, out of the fire and he escapes the flames. Uh, and we now he, so he, after being told this by a father he sees the black smoke in the distance again so this time Jack is like alright maybe I need to follow my purpose is what I'm assuming and so now he rides towards the black smoke I thought this was all really well done and uh, told the story so well without like you said Fro a lot of dialogue yeah I love, I love the lack of dialogue uh, that feels like uh, one of the things that uh, I, I I like the most about this episode. It's true to the original because Jack was I, always a so soft-spoken, yeah, yeah, soft-spoken character. So we go back to the temple uh, of uh, just I'll I'll call it the temple of a coup because that's kind of what it is. And the seven babies have grown up and they're girls now, and they're training, uh, you know, in some martial arts of some type, and their mother. Uh, Oh, their mother says, any mistake is death, and death is our failure. So you're, it's clear that these they're being trained for some type of assassinate, uh, uh, being like an assassin or a killer of some type. And they fight this giant mask monster woman that uh, their mother is using to train them. But one of the girls sees a beam of sunlight, and she follows it to, like, this crack in the wall. And she finds... Uh, she looks out and sees what I would assume is seeing. She's seeing the outside world for the first time. Is that what you kind of got from it? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Like these th- seven little girls have been stuck in this, uh, 
training have been stuck training since birth and they'd never even seen the outside world so they're very brainwashed is what we're getting i guess um and as she's looking out over the world the mother appears behind her and again she's all she's in this mask and black robe the mother and actually everybody who else is who in in this uh temple this cult except for the girls they're always uh unmasked i guess and the mother says, bask in its glory, uh, bask in the glory of what our master has created, talking about a coup. But you know the samurai is out there leaving a wake of devastation. So right here, we basically know that the uh, Jack is the enemy of these women. So uh, we find out this girl's, the one girl is named Ashi. And the group that they're in is called the Daughters of a Coup. So that's what the cult is, I guess. And I would assume that since Ashi is the only character of these seven that we get a name from, it's gonna she's gonna be important to the story carrying forward. Obviously, yeah, seems like the main one of the seven. She's in the middle as well, right? And well, just by her the way, she, I mean, she saw the world out there. Obviously, she wasn't supposed to do this. So the mother is upset with her and throws Ashi to the monster and tells tells this monster to teach uh, teach her a lesson. So the monster is like off camera, just beating the crap out of Ashi. You can hear it. And oh, we see a, like a time lapse of overtime. These girls growing up into women and they're training, uh, dodging arrows, jumping across these rocks and stuff and shows the mother how very brutal this training is. Like it's you either get it or you die kind of training. And the mother says that Oh, right here at the end of the scene, the mother says that uh, once the girls complete their task, a coup will return. But we don't 100% know what their task is, but I would assume it's killing Jack. I mean, we don't know at this well, probably point. Probably. We find out at the end of the episode. But at this point, you can assume that their purpose is to kill Jack. So we... I guess the thing is that once they believe once they kill Samurai Jack, a coup will return. So that's their whole purpose of creating these warriors, these seven warriors. So back in the woods with Jack and he finds the source of the smoke, the black smoke. And he rides up to this village, which kind of looked like a castle type village, I guess. And he sees that it's been completely destroyed. There's dead bodies lying around all over the place. And out of the smoke of this rubble, he sees a robot in a purple coat with swords. And he's got a voice that's, I wrote down Hollywood producer from the 50s or maybe Sammy Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Sammy Davis Jr., something like that. It's like, thanks, babe. Ow. That kind of uh, voice, I guess. I I can't do a great one, but. Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a jazzy voice. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I think I think it's going off of Sammy Davis Jr. I'd have to like go back and listen to what he actually sounds like, but it's kind of got that tone. But uh, we find out his name is Scaramouche and Scaramouche the Merciless, and we find out he's Aku's favorite assa- assassin. So, and he says that he's destroyed this whole village just to get Jack there to fight him. So the whole purpose of him destroying this village and the smoke being in the air was just a trick to get tr- Jack there. And and he says a great line. He says, 
Well, come on, Sammy, baby. Whip it out. You know, that crazy sword of yours. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. And we find out Jack doesn't have his sword. And we're like, what? Why doesn't Jack what? have his sword? Of course, Tilly, uh, his sword is a magical sword that can defeat demons. Uh, uh, nothing else can really de- cut Aku, but his sword is a magical sword that can do that. So, okay. <clears throat> but we get this flashback of Jack dropping his sword into some kind of bottomless pit. But this yeah. never happened in the previous seasons, nope. so we can assume this happened in in within the fifty years that they said about in the uh, intro. That yeah. sometime in between end of season four and now. Jack dropped his sword into this pit. So hopefully in the future, Jack's going to try to find his way to the bottom of the pit. Is my, I would assume, but, but Scarmouche. This is also, I I just, uh, I have to inform you that this is also the first time uh, uh, the show didn't have a title. Oh. Like, yeah, because like. Uh, uh, That's not true. They've always been titled uh, with uh, Roman noodles. No Roman numerals. God, I can't talk. That's always but, uh, uh, th- there are names for the episodes, but those are um, they're not. Uh, if you go and you look at the actual title, as far as like uh, what it was called on TV originally, it's all Roman numerals. Which is oh. yeah, yeah. Those titles that you've seen, those are just titles people made up to tell you what the. Uh, tell you what it is it's usually jack versus blank yeah uh, which yeah those are from like i, I don't 100 percent know where those came from but those aren't the actual titles uh oh, we'll i was up sure next was, week yeah yeah i was sure it was actually titles. i actually always thought that those were the titles too until i started doing research for this and uh found out oh. that they're all roman numerals they're each individually cool. roman numeral uh numbers yeah very strange sorry uh, no, I didn't know that either until recently, so I thought it was interesting. Um, so Skarmouche, when he finds out that Jack doesn't have his sword, he pulls out a cell phone. So in this day and age, they have cell phones. And I thought it was funny because he's a robot. What is a robot? Shouldn't he just be, have a cell phone built into his body? But whatever. <laughs> uh, you got to get this comedy because he calls up Aku. And Aku's like, hello? Who is this? <laughs> Yeah, I love this. This is this is the most funny part of this show, and I I I, I adore that. And uh, this is actually the only time we hear or see. Uh, we don't never see a coup here, but we hear him. Okay. And uh, Jack, uh, before he can tell a coup that he doesn't have a sword, Jack knocks the phone from his hand uh, with a throwing knife, and the phone's on the ground with a knife in it, and Aku's like, what? Hello? Hello? <laughs> yeah. uh, and we get a battle here between these two. This is classic Samurai Jack. You usually have a battle. but So if this was going to be called something, it would be called Jack versus Skarmouche, probably. Uh, oh, probably. You know what I mean, bro? Yeah. Um, and we get a battle here, and Skarmouche has a magic flute he can use to control things, and he creates like a rock monster, kind of. And Jack sees, uh, oh, this is where Jack kind of goes crazy again. Because in the middle of this battle, he sees the little kids, like, uh, Skarmouche is controlling these rocks. 
but these rocks turn into these little kids uh, begging for Jack's help. So Jack is like, he's off the reservation. He's definitely going totally crazy. Uh, but Jack kind of snaps out of it, and he comes back, and he uh, grabs a, a knife, and he cuts the magic flute in half. But uh, we find out that Skarmouche doesn't need this flute because he he can just uh, – he basically – what is it, scatting? Is that what yeah. it is? He starts scatting, and he can control things just – so basically his power is he can control things with music or tones. So that's very that's uh, his superpower, and he Skarmush has this tuning fork sword, uh, which basically is like a tone generating sword, which can the tone can blow things up, uh, and so they fight with this, and Jack finally uses that tone generating sword against Skarmush, uh, throwing a knife that is about to blow up at him, causing him to blow up, and. We kind of get a funny "that's all, folks" kind of uh, bit here from uh, Warner Brothers, I guess, or whatever. And uh, Jack cuts the guy in half, and he actually takes this tuning fork sword. So now Jack has this sword that can blow things up, which is kind of interesting. I'm sure we'll get more of that in the future. So, final scene of this episode: we go back to the daughters of a coup and their temple, and the seven uh, seven women are now all grown up and they're going through this final training where they have to climb this kind of mountain and battle uh, their own people. Like, are they killing their own people here? That's what it... That's what it looks like. Right. They're battling their own people to get to this final thing, but they're basically murdering them. Uh, they get to the top of this mountain, which is their kind of their the completing of their training. And their mother is there. She says, your training is complete. Go and kill. And they show these seven women. They all get the masks of the daughters of Aku that we saw earlier. And the mother says, you are seven, but now you wear the face of one. One purpose for which you were born. To kill the samurai. And we go to credits. <laughs> so, tell so, yeah. This is, what we find this out is about... The... Yeah. Uh, what we find out about the guns is clearly Jack is using guns because he no longer has his magic sword. So he yeah. needs something else to bat. Yeah. So that's why he's using all the other technology that he didn't use before. So we're going to get an and explanation I, about that hopefully in the future. Yeah, we are going to get a, a, a oh my god, I lost my sword episode. <laughs> well, what did you think about this? What would you give it out of 10 till it uh, what is 7.5? 7.5, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, know. I'm I really don't mind watching it. <laughs> yeah, I'm up at 8. What about I think you? I'm right around there with you, Fro, for sure, right around yeah. at 8. Yeah, eight. I think that's pretty... Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, I would... I'm just in my mind, I'm still comparing it to the original four individual yeah, episodes of that, and I, I can think of ones that were 9 and 10 in there. But this is oh, definitely, yeah, definitely up there. So, uh, yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. Ten episodes, I believe, as far as I know right now. So, uh, yeah, we'll be covering this for nine more weeks. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be more enjoyable uh, than that fucking other show. 
Uh, have you watched the end, the end of Haunted, uh, Tele? Yep. Uh-huh. I have to. I have to ask you. We talked a lot about it last week, but you weren't here. Uh, what did you think about uh, the new thing coming in uh, suddenly with the planes? Yeah, that was. Um, it was all very random. <laughs> yes. The whole, the way they did the whole program, like why didn't they let anybody else Explain get it. up to the end bit? Yeah, and why didn't right. they explain it? And why, you know, <laughs> the whole bloody thing didn't make sense. I didn't like who won either. One, bit... one team I owe you liked, I hope. What, um, Team Wolf? Yeah. Not English and Stephen King. They did my head no. too. <laughs> uh, the most boring course. people of all time. Yeah, and he's yeah. called Stephen King, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> one of the best horror writers. Get, get. Yeah. Get a backbone to your wife. <laughs> Although if he did, it probably wouldn't have won. Sounds like it was her uh, controlling everything that made them win. Yeah, more or less. But yeah, that show yeah, definitely no, sucked. We talked a- ages about that last week. But uh, uh, shit ending of a shit show got tremendously uh, many watchers. Uh, it's so strange for me. Uh, that that show got so high rating, but hey, uh, it was on a it was on oh. a actual like it was on CBS. So it getting right. a high rating is not super unusual because some people just those are the channels they watch. So yeah. Mm. But hey, now it's time again for one of my favorite segments on the show. We are going to go through the prisoner of the ant people, part two. Uh, a little short recap what happened in the last uh, we read, Luke. Jeez, uh, that was like two weeks ago. Well, uh, I remember that we were missing two groups of explorers, and we had a choice of whether we were going to go with Flipdol, Flipto, Rex, Re- Rendoxol, or whether we were just going to stay and not search for the teams at all. And we ended up choosing to go with Flipto, to uh, search for these teams instead of going with Rendoxol, who wanted to, he wanted to like miniaturize yourselves or something and find them. But yeah, that's where we're at yeah. now. Cool. Flipto so we open. I, oh, oh, I was sorry. gonna say we open with Euphro. Yeah, Flipto and I will work together, Rendoxol. Besides, it will uh, be much uh, better if we have two search teams. So go on your way, and we will go ours. Rendoxol shudders slightly, a sure sign of its displeasure, but it agrees. Go on, then. Go on. You'll be out of my way. In a blink of an eye, Rendoxol hits the uh, miniaturize button, and the three of you are instantly reduced. Clothes and all, to the sign of, of a grain of rice, the research chamber now looks like an enormous cavern glimmering with pale uh, whitish light. Rendoxol rotates around on its axis to orient itself, then it's gone in a clattering, uh, whining huff. Flipto moves over to the remains of the Baba Ram's lunch. There are greasy wrappers from the tuna salad sandwiches the Baba's considered... Uh, 
ex- uh, the Babas consider an exotic delicacy from planet Earth. Hello. You, Tilly. Oh, sorry. Hey, look at this. Flipto points to a series of marks on the wrapper. They appear to have been made with a sharp instrument. Can you decode these marks? It looks like a message. Ooh. So, uh, do we think that the marks are worth trying to decode? Or do we decide that the idea of decoding them is a waste of time? No, I think it's... it's it w- we should decode it. Yeah, we might I'm, as well. Yeah, I'm fine with decoding them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm good with that. I mean, it's not going to put us in any danger. Yeah, like, we're not in danger. We're just standing here, so... Yeah. Why not? We're just looking. Well, we're all little. Let's read the small print. I was going to say, yep. we are really, really tiny. And if you've seen Honey, I Shrunk the Kids... Being tiny is dangerous, but other than that, yeah, we're not in a whole lot of danger. I mean, the cat That's could come point, in That's a good point, actually. Us. Yeah, where where are we? Like, if we've been shrunk, are we in a vehicle of some point, or are we just? Oh, like, we're in still a... in the we're still in the same place we were last uh, time. What do they call it? The uh, living pod, I think, is what they call it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so that was uh, a short edition of uh, the prisoners of the ant people. But uh, yeah, are you tired, Killer? I am so tired; it's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> are you glad that the, the show is over? Actually, um, do you have anything you want to promote? Mm, everybody getting enough sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That is important. There are a lot of people that aren't getting enough sleep. Try and get an yeah. early night. Uh, you can also go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, or as Tiller says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Yeah, even with typed uh, voice, that sounds a little more <laughs> British than mine. Uh, what about you, Luke? Do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, just go to westcoastwrestlingconnection.com check out the TV show I know I uh, I was th- doing a, a shoot this weekend for them and I believe there's going to be another uh, kind of YouTube show coming out so a different uh, secondary YouTube show so yeah. keep posted for that yep That's Ooh, super cool. I've remembered yep. something yep. that I haven't mentioned oh. that you guys might be interested in you know the WWE okay. are doing, have got the, the UK belt thing now yeah it's coming to my hometown, like the show. Really? With the, yeah. Oh, cool. Like to the local football ground, football stadium thing. That's the smallest little room that they're going to be in. It's not, you know, it's a little tiny town's little tiny football club. That's not even a decent football club. So I got really excited when I saw the thing. I was like, why is that poster for wrestling there got the WWE sign on it? And I went yeah. and read the whole post. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, it's a WWE UK Championship, whatever it is. Right, Are you right, going right. to see it? Obviously. Bring yeah. on the Green King Stadium in Hinkley. <laughs> is it, it's an indie show. It's not an actual WWE event. It's like a, they're just yeah, have the title there. Yeah, yeah. well, they've, it's, they've got the WWE. Oh, they must have the title there because they've got, they've at least got the, well, I know that WWE be. has a deal right now with, what is it, ICW, I think is the name of the 
company? Oh, it's not ICW. Uh, They're the Scottish ones, aren't they? The ones um, where Grado came from. Insane Championship Wrestling. Yeah. No, it's not them. They're not as good as that. The ones that we well, the ones we normally get in Hinkley are um, very, very small indie ones. And I've not been because it's you know, I've not. Nobody's been. Loads of people have bought tickets, but nobody's actually been to see it. <laughs> so it is the bit... postman, and it's uh, your neighbour. And yeah, well, I think they like... tour. I think it's a touring yeah. group of wrestlers, but I've never heard of them, and never seen any of them. And the posters look rather. Bad. I would say go check it out. When I yeah. first started getting into indie wrestling, I was like, I've never heard of any of these people. And then I saw this one guy uh, who's he was on SmackDown a few times as like a jobber. I remember one time he got beat up by Kali, uh, named Aaron Bolo, who he doesn't wrestle anymore. He got hurt, but uh, I went to one show with him, and after that, it was like I was hooked on indie wrestling. Uh, yeah. And then you you never hear of him, and you're never going to hear of him again. But uh, then you I found out about all, all these local guys that are actually really fun uh, and. It's it's cheap. That's the other thing. You don't have to pay sixty bucks for a ticket. It's fifteen, yeah. you know, or whatever, ten or fifteen bucks. You can pay like fifteen bucks and get a front row seat. And the other thing is, if you really like wrestling, uh, you might meet some people there that also like wrestling that uh, you become friends with and things like that. So indie wrestling's fun. Yeah. The only problem with that is that Tilla doesn't need friends. Uh, she has <laughs> giants taking care of her. So. Yeah, I'm fine. I've got the BFG. Yep. Right. Uh, coming up next week, we will cover uh, news of the week as we do uh, usually. Uh, right, and uh, in are... that, we'll definitely be covering uh, the um, trial—not trial—the uh, the hearings about Donald Trump and the Russian connection, which will happen on March 20th. So. Yeah, uh, also in news that we didn't cover, I, I saw that Pamela Anderson and Julian Assange are a couple, by the way. What? And I'm, yeah, I'm not fucking kidding. No, you uh, have to be. No. No. What's Julian your Assange. Uh, or are you saying they're dating? Is that what you're trying to say, yeah. bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't see that. I know that they that she goes there to support him, but I didn't know they were dating. No, no. Uh, Pamela Anderson came out saying uh, she she's dating him. That Interesting. Is, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, she's Pamela Anderson pens love poem to sexy Julian Assange, and yep. there's a poem the other way from Assange to. Um, oh no. Yeah, she's called him My Julian. Right, these are rumors. So yeah, it, this is just This her... is not confirmed that they are dating. <laughs> but it, there is a love poem. And I even see one here. Pamela Anderson may be dating Julius. Uh, oh, that was from page six. That is not reputable journalism. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah, the Daily Mail. Uh, is the no, no that is also uh, not reputable journalism. <laughs> the Norwegian newspaper, uh, Verdensgang, that is uh, our kind of uh, the mirror or the sun, uh, mm, has right. this on this front page. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and other things we will cover next week is dumps. Dumps. What is dumps? 
Luke. Deep underground military bases. This is another kind of uh, interesting little conspiracy theory, I guess. People believe that the governments around the world are building a giant underground city to live in when they cause nuclear war and kill us all. Resident Whoa. Evil? Yep. <laughs> so that should be interesting. Uh, there's more. Uh, one of the more recent things that I saw about this, actually, when I was kind of putting it on, uh, whenever I put things on my our main topics, I do a little research on it. And there's a whole yeah. big conspiracy theory about Wal- Walmart is uh, using their stores as places to build these deep underground military bases. So should be interesting next uh, week. Mm. Cool. We will continue our Eurovision uh, covering uh, with Portugal and Romania next week, as I promised. Uh, we will also have another digital review of Beauty and the Beast, the 2017 version, of course. If uh, someone was uh, kind of thinking, oh, are they going to talk about the old cartoon? No, we are not. I kind of <laughs> wish we were, rather than Hermione and a big hairy man. I am so looking forward to this. It's, Don't that's, fucking destroy it. That's the thing we didn't me- mention last week. Where, uh, you were here, Tilly, but last week we talked about um, that Russia and a movie theater here in America were banning the movie for having a gay character. Uh, and I've seen it joked about a lot, but it's, it is really funny that they're banning it for being a gay character when she's dating an animal. Yeah, there's, yeah. Be- there's bestiality <laughs> in this in this movie, but a gay guy that can't happen. And we will have Samurai Jack episode two uh, for for uh, America, the United Kingdom, and the small Norway. This has been another episode of another digital citizen. See you in episode seventy six. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.